He's blunt, but he's fair. This is Drew Berquist, former counterterrorism officer, realist, and host of This Is My Show, which starts now. All that, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone else, that is called Bidenomics. <laughs> that is called Bidenomics, and we are very proud of Bidenomics. All right, folks, I'm Drew Berkowitz. This is my show. It is Monday. That was Kamala Harris saying she's proud of Bidenomics. Of course she is. It's destroying the country, which is their plan. There's nothing fiscally there to be proud of in terms of the numbers, in terms of the impact that we're all feeling in this country. Um... But again, it all comes down to looking at what our goals are and what we're feeling and, and what the other person's goals are. You can say, oh, Bidenomics isn't working. It is for them. It absolutely is for them. So keep, keep all that in mind. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I did, as you guys know, because I, I bragged about it, was down seeing George Strait uh, in concert, him and Chris Stapleton. Holy crap. I'm telling George Strait's a legend. Chris Stapleton is one of the most talented singer-songwriters. I mean, the dude is just so freaking good. I loved him before, but hearing him live and in person, you know, some people suck live. Not not Chris. Not Chris. He's I think he's he's better. Uh, but that was really good. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Hope you had a break from some politics. It's pretty damn hard to do. The only way to really do it is to just not get on social media or not watch any of the news um, <clears throat> or sports. Or, or sports or, <laughs> or movies yeah music or anything just take a take a walk read read a book go to the pool go to the beach do something hopefully you did all of that uh we got a lot to get to today we have tons of trump stuff to discuss we got polls we got indictments we got the discussion that that he and others have said and they're right that this election is the most important in history all that's coming up. We've got DeSantis, who kind of stepped in it over the weekend. This campaign, I love the guy, but this campaign is hard to watch. It's hard to watch. We'll talk about what, what he did. We've got some more news on Africa. Some people are like, yay. Some people are like, what? Just, there's a lot going it's on. Over four there. days in a row for us now. we got to talk about it. Yeah. It is. We're, we're consistently becoming the top African news story <laughs> on the planet. But it's fascinating. It, it is. Every story that comes out, I'm just riveted by the uh, the the um, the the political landscape there, and all the players are now starting to take shape and become more of a more of a factor in some of these countries. Yeah. No, it's it, it is. I mean, fascinating is the right word, Tom. Um, and I love your your light colored shirt there, by the way. Very <laughs> well. Thank you. Very dashing it's peach. today. Yeah, it's peach. It's, light it's salmon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, uh, so we've got more African news. We've also got Russia and Chinese news. Why? Because they sent ships sailing right off the Aleutian Islands. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see. Bold, bold moves. We got Klaus Schwab who's saying, don't worry, we're not even going to need elections in the future. AI will take care of it for us. AI meaning uh, what the world leaders put into AI, uh, which is essentially what he's saying. We'll share that. We've got a NASCAR driver who was suspended over not sharing, but liking mm. a George Floyd tweet, or George Floyd meme, mean. rather. George yeah. Floyd's dead. Um, sorry, not sorry. Uh, so we got a lot to get to. Tons of content 
to cover today. We, of course, have the post-show press conference to wrap things up at the end. But real quick, guys, before we get into all of this, Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is here. It's not, it's not a discussion point anymore of what if this happens? Y'all, it's here. Fed now started on July 1st. There is a phased rollout in the United States of America for the digital dollar. And because of it and because of a whole lot else, frankly, your hard-earned assets are at risk. But there is a way to legally opt out of the digital dollar just in time. How, you might ask? With one straightforward, entirely legal tax loophole. Contact my friends at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and learn how to safeguard your wealth from a failing dollar in volatile markets with gold and silver IRAs. Dial 833-2-USA-GOLD. You can see it on the screen. It's right there, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide will outline the precise steps you need to take to immediately transfer all or portions of your IRA or 401k into precious metals, all without any tax consequences. So don't let Biden force you into this. Get ahead of things. Call 833-2-USA-GOLD or visit protectfrombiden.com. Okay. By the way, my wife and I were listening to some Dave Ramsey stuff. You know, everyone knows who Dave Ramsey is. We're listening to some stuff on the way down to Tampa and the way back. And I've, I've seen some cl Ramsey clips. I've never gone through his uh, Financial Peace University, um, but I've seen some of his clips before. The dude is a really talented speaker. He is funny, too. He's... He's he's good. Um, but that's my side tangent for there. Let's get into the news. The 2024 <laughs> presidential campaign is in full swing and Democrats are working hard on tilting the election in their favor by filling more frivolous criminal charges, filing, excuse me, more uh, frivolous charges against Donald Trump. Here's what the former president had to say about his political persecution. Take a listen. Every time they file an indictment, we go way up in the polls. We need one more indictment to close out this election. One more <laughs> indictment, and this election is closed out. Nobody has even a chance. We've already defeated the Republicans. They're at two and three and one. I love it. And, he, and, and he's going to get it because they're, they're, they're putting up barriers and security around the Atlanta courthouse there in anticipation of yet another indictment which would be the fourth for him but he the most investigated man in our nation's history donald trump seems pretty confident in his chances of receiving the republican nomination and winning the 2024 elections both the primary and the general so look this is we find ourselves in an interesting time and we're going to kind of weave in and out of, of some of these stories and threads that are attached to them throughout the show today but what we're seeing what we're experiencing right here is permanent Washington's response to Trump before Trump now and Trump in the future. They cannot allow Trump to win. We all know that. It's clear as day what they're trying to do. I mean, think about it. Joe Biden has specifically even stated this. He has said that his weaponized DOJ will do everything constitutionally possible to prevent Trump from running. That is a soundbite. That is something that a sitting president, whether he's running things or not, a sitting president said. By the way, speaking of Biden, have you guys noticed, Tom, Tom have you seen him doing much campaigning? 
Mm, if by campaigning you mean laying out on the beach, in, <laughs> <laughs> then yes. <laughs> Other than that, no. Rallies, that sort of thing, absolutely zero. I mean, you haven't even seen like a bumper sticker or a sign saying Biden 2024. I mean, it's not, it's not happening. Now, it, it, this could be for a number of reasons, right? It could be the fix is in. Could be he's not running. Or it could be a combination of both, which is probably the scenario that we're looking at the fix is still in it's just not going to be with with biden but man i tell you what it's not just the democrats who don't want the, the rnc doesn't want trump to be the nominee here's the problem though here's here's what they still don't understand is that the ruling class is actually making trump more popular popular by by going after him by prosecuting him by indicting him three likely soon to be four times. And they can't they can't see that. They, they go hard to the hoop. They play the game better than we do, for sure, to an extent. But their forethought is never there. It's what can we do right now? How can we emotionally charge the situation? How can we manipulate people into saying, thinking, or doing this? But then they don't think about what's next. They don't think about, well, what if? What if all of these things only shows just how much more weaponized and corrupt our government is. And even though people maybe didn't like Trump before, what if what if they start to to ask some questions and, and start to like him now? That's what's happening, because his poll numbers are through the roof. Now, look, I'm not saying everything is a certainty with Trump. We're going to talk more about that. But it, it's, it's backfiring on them to a certain extent, for sure. Remember right after September, the uh, September, January 6th and all the hubbub that was in, in wake of that. And then Biden is inaugurated. And then a couple months after that, we're talking like February, March, well, actually March, April. It seemed like Trump was just going to ride off into the sunset. And we all kind of knew that, you know, he, he was going to come back again. He was talking about it, but it seemed, it really seemed like his time in the sun was done yeah. and the Republican party was going to move on with somebody else. And uh, like say DeSantis or anybody else in their polls would, would start rising. And that seemed to be the path that we were on. And then all of a sudden permanent Washington is like, oh, we got to we got to file lawsuits against him. And that old battle axe from uh, from New York came out with the rape allegation. It all just started to snowball again. What they thought was good were going to be the final nails in the coffin were actually a crowbar that ripped the coffin open. Right. So Trump could rise <laughs> right. out of it again. If they just would have stopped with everything that they were doing, I think a lot of people would have been like, well, you know, Trump was great. Well, let's see if we can find somebody else to push us over the finish line. But the more indictments that come down, the more arrests, the more where it seems like well, where he is getting railroaded, more and more Americans are waking up and realizing what's going on and are like, no, we're, we're not, you're not doing this. We didn't sign up for this. And so we're going to throw our, our support behind this guy who we feel like is getting wrongfully persecuted. Yeah. No, I, I think you're, that's a, and that is, that's a great analogy that they they pried that thing open and and here it goes man <laughs> here it goes because it, it's really interesting to see again i still have lots of reservations about how successful things can be in the general we're going to talk about that later but but this this is this is backfiring on them in a big way right now and certainly if you're the rnc who's complicit in helping these charges go through thinking okay we can get our guy here like they're 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 getting their asses kicked for sure 
oh, don't worry, he's going to be out of the picture. We're going to get this person in or that person in. No, I don't think it's going to work that way. It's just, it's not looking that way at all. And this, this, look, we hear time and time again that this is the most important election of our lifetime. We hear it almost every, every term, right? Every election cycle. But you got, I mean, this time, it really is. You've got, you've got less than a year and a half left of this term. Four more years of this, or God forbid, if, if, if Biden doesn't run and Newsom or someone else does and they get eight more, I, man, we, we, can't, we can't handle that. We cannot survive that, I don't think. The United States is teetering on a one-party rule dictatorial takeover of our country, as it is. And, and you, you let them back in there. This, the stakes are super high here. And somehow half the country is fine with it, which is always astonishing to me. But Trump weighed in on this as well. Here, here was what he thought of that particular notion. We ran twice in the state. We won twice by a lot. We won both primaries. Now we're going to do it again. And this will be the single biggest and most important election in the history of our country, maybe in the history of the world, because we're going to turn our country around because our country right now and our leader right now is an embarrassment. He can't put two sentences together. He can't speak. He's right on that, right? I mean, <laughs> Biden is an embarrassment and Biden can't speak. Both those things very true. But that doesn't matter to Democrats because they know Biden isn't really in charge. And as long as Biden's DOJ keeps going after Trump, keeps punishing Republicans, Democrats are happy. What's what's interesting is you kind of step back and as we I mean, we talk about this every day. We look at 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 politics in this country every day, which pains me because I never in a million years thought that I would be talking about politics every day. But uh, fast forward it, that this this is what's happening. And, and it's fine because it's important. Right. This is important. We've got a lot on the line here. But you step back and you kind of look at how how they view the world, how they've said they want to dismantle everything, burn down institutions and start over. Not all of them have said that outright. They say it with their policies and their actions, but some of them have outright said it. But you look at how they're treating this current administration and, and you kind of start to realize Democrats would rather not have elections. And they believe that the presidency, that actual, the position of the president of the United States once most respected, feared in many cases, position the leader of the free world. It, it's an an antiquated. I can't talk. It's an antiquated <laughs> position, you know. According to them, it's it's oh, that's just it's no big deal. That's not what it is. It's a figurehead position to them. Nothing more, and that's why you hear people like Michelle Obama's name being mentioned as a possible candidate, because all she has to do is show up, give a speech, and go back to watching her staff drown on closed-circuit TV. Too soon? Okay. <laughs> but, but, right? I mean, and that's what Joe does now. Joe's been at the beach for 40% of his, of his deal. He's not the president. Democrats hate the presidency because they're communists and because commies always want a consensus, which means that no one is directly, directly accountable for when shit goes sideways. They they are they are ruling by committee, ruling by their ideologies, not by by some person who's who's sitting at the resolute desk. That's not how it works with them. I was just thinking about the the Trump indictments and what's going on 
not only here, but in the world, because after the election in Brazil, Bolsonaro has been now banned from running uh, to, for seeking uh, another term as president of Brazil. And I just saw today that uh, Imran, I'm probably kind of pronouncing his name wrong, Imran Khan, the former prime minister of Pakistan, has now been banned. Yes. From running for prime minister again. And At least then you, for five years, right? Yeah. I think there was an uh, expiration on that, but, but yeah. And then you have Trump here, and then you have Shinzo Abe, who was assassinated to make sure that he doesn't run again yeah. for prime minister of Japan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, fix, the fix is in. Uh, it, it really just is. Um, we'll, we'll get back to this. We'll get back to this. I ha, I, there's a lot. There's a lot that I want to talk about there, and there's a lot that I want to unpack. But but my, my question is this. Let's get to question of the day. Do you think our government is repairable? Do you think the United States government, our current systems? Now I'm not talking agencies. This all that falls under it. Do you think how we're doing things with elections, all of it, is even repairable? Can it, can it be done? Can something be done to, to save the existing government infrastructure that's in place? Again, can the government be saved? Let us know your answers. We'll share you our responses as well. We're also going to get into DeSantis. We're going to part from Trump. We'll come back to Trump later. We're going to talk about how DeSantis stepped in it a little bit. Uh, actually, not a little bit, a lot, I would say. Uh, with a comment that he made. We'll talk about it on the other side of the break. We interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement. 
supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. Dear friends, fellow Americans, and not just Americans, we have listeners all over the globe, which we're grateful wherever you're tuning in from. Thank you so much for being here, whether you're here live or whether you're catching this later. But the question of the day was, do you think the U.S. government, as it is right now, is repairable? Can it be fixed? We're not going to get into what you do and what the process is for starting over. That's a whole nother discussion that definitely requires bourbon. But we're we're just talking about what we have. Can it can it be fixed? Let us know what you're thinking, and we'll get to it. I think it is, but only with God's blessing, says Barb. Agree. We have to try, says Red, White, and Blue. Agree. No, throw them all out of there, says Debbie. I love it. I love it. Uh, I think all the things so far, by the way, can be true together. Uh, I think under Trump that it is, says Baby Five Two Two Five. Texas Panhandle agreeing with Barb. Feathercatcher Jackie says, yes, but uh, more than four years from now. Hi, all. Hi to you as well, Jackie. Yes, it's going to take a lot of work. We have to drain the swamps, says Carolyn. Two storms. Civil war is, is be not so civil if that happens. Um, okay, I, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm reading things as they come in. There's some conversation happening there. It kind of sounded like um, Yoda there. Um but civil war would not be so civil if that happens. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Uh, no, I think it is bigger than the people. It's biblical. Uh, we'll see what other responses keep coming in. I'll, I'm probably missing some here. <clears throat> but keep them coming in. Keep sending them. Tom, what do you think? Can this thing be repaired? I try and stay optimistic. I try and be white-pilled and not black-pilled. And so I'm going to carry on with being white-pilled and say yes but it's going to take a lot of work and it's going to take getting some of the old heads out of there. And even some of the, the young heads that are in there that are communists, like the squad, it, all that has to be crushed in, in order for us to, to have some kind of a, a reboot to the system. There, there needs to be a system reboot. Yeah. Is, is what we need. We, there has to be some way to get in and clean out all the viruses, shut it off and then shut it back on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm 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 on the side of Tom. I think you're black. I'm black. Oh, my camera I never mean, turned on. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you're white. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Screen, uh, I'll fix it. I'll give you my answer, but I'm not on the on screen now. But I, to me, I think as long as the people who are who are in charge, like air quotes in charge, are still running it and you know making sure certain politicians are doing what they're supposed, you know, what they want them to do, it the change isn't really going to happen. We may get some executive order from Trump or something that could get things moving. But as long as those people who are still in play are in play now, it's going to just revert back to how it is now. So it's there's going to be a big shuffle that has to happen, I believe. Okay, big shuffle. Uh, I'm just reading some of the other stuff here. Donner, hello, by the way. 
Um, yeah, look, I don't think... Um, I, 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 I'll stay with, with Barb's answer, I think, is kind of where I'm at. I think that it is so irreparably broken to the point where humans cannot, without some kind of divine intervention, get this thing back on track. I do believe, though, 100% that with God, anything is possible. So, you know, without knowing the plan for where we're going as a country, it's hard to say for certain. I'll say, as, you know, is as, as the, the, the saying at our church is if the tomb's in, you know, empty, anything is possible. So I, I agree with that um, for sure. But I think on our own accord, as as broken as humans, this thing is so broken that I don't know that you can. Uh, it, it would just take the system reboot that Tom's talking about, but it would take a lot of reasonable, level-headed people initiating the reboot and reasonable, level-headed people encouraging and voting or you know being being um, in the periphery of said reboot, which is hard to envision because it just is is tricky. So. I, I'm not saying all hope is lost, but it's it's per, for, for this government. Um, hope is definitely not lost for for the bigger picture, but for the for the sake of this government, I think it's a tough tough thing. I think it's a tough thing for sure. But you guys keep the chat going, keep engaging. If you're coming in late, the the question of the day was: Do you think the U.S. government can be repaired, or is it beyond repair? Let us know your responses. By the way, everyone hit that like button. As you come in, make sure you're subscribed on whichever platform you are watching the show on and keep engaging in the chat. Let's switch from Trump to Ron DeSantis. And man, I'm telling you, I let me just say this. I like DeSantis. But watching his presidential campaign is like watching a one-armed stripper struggling to unsnap her top. It's just not going well. <laughs> You're, you're like pulling for her success, but at the same time, the cringe factor's high. And that's kind of how we're looking at Ron's campaign right now. Like, dude, what, what are you doing? And, and, and no one's getting it right. This is not, you, first of all, I'm not, you know, it pisses me off the people shilling for Trump or DeSantis on Twitter. You guys X. are, I'm calling it Twitter. I think this X stuff is gay. <laughs> Sorry, Elon, I just do. I also think you're going to lose the fight, but, but we'll talk about that later. But that stuff pisses me off. I think it's so dumb and such a waste of everyone's breath and time. But that also doesn't mean that I think all the campaigns are doing a good job, that I'm not going to pick on certain ones, too. Like, Ron's campaign is struggling. They just fired, what was it, a third? Third of the staff? So I love him as a governor. I want him to succeed. I haven't picked anyone for and it doesn't matter what i pick anyways but i haven't picked anyone for for where everything is going <clears throat> but i'll say this the campaign is really rough to watch it's it's it i mean really rough to watch you were gonna say something yeah did, you know the the debate that ron's gonna have with uh newsom and the desantis team posted that that graphic that showed uh, Ron and Newsom like staring at each other. That was another cringe tweet from from uh, the DeSantis camp. Just putting that graphic together where where DeSantis is wearing glasses and he's like nose to nose. It's supposed to be you know a fight, uh, like a fight poster. And it was just like it was it was like you know back it was like back in the day when you go to put in a VHS tape to record one of your favorite shows and you realize you can't record it because the 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 
tab has been punched on it and mm. it starts playing and it's actually a video of your parents having sex and you're like oh god <laughs> oh. i can't hit eject quick enough to get it get the tape out of the machine you know what i mean right uh, i've never been in that <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> no <laughs> a situation yeah. like it yes, yes but not that one yes um, but I appreciate the um, I appreciate the analogy. I'm sure someone else out there does too. Someone's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there, Tom. But let, let's talk about. So I'm, I'm I'm we're discussing how DeSantis's campaign has had some some struggles, and this this happened here. DeSantis dismisses. This is a headline from New York Times. DeSantis dismisses Trump's 2020 election theories as false. And in the subtitle there, after long hedging, the Florida governor went further than he has before in acknowledging that the election was not stolen. So not a good move for DeSantis, knowing the voting base on the right. And it's not just the right. Again, keep in mind, some polls showed upwards of 30 percent plus of Democrats thought that there was some level of fraud in the 2020 election. But I've said this a lot. It's my, it's it's my view. You don't have to share my view. But this is my show, so I get to tell you my view. It's my view that no one should really discuss the 2020 part. Just leave it out. Leave it out. Because most American voters who you're trying to speak to are over that issue. That's not saying that there was not fraud. I think all of us think there was. But you've got to understand the voter base and what who, who you're trying to placate to, which sounds like, oh, play, you don't want to placate. Well, you're, you're in politics. You have to. You've got to play the game to a certain extent. But if you're going to talk about it, in this case, Ron and Ron's staff, don't take this approach. This is not a good approach <laughs> at all to just be like, I don't think there was any. No, 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 no. Even if you think that, don't say it. And someone out there right now saying, well, we want people to just be genuine. Stop it. There's not a genuine person in politics. That's like saying to, to have a, an officer where I used to work, we just need you to be genuine and go do America's But You don't want me to be genuine. Stop it. But here, so it, it, but this conversation, it comes up, all this stuff comes up and it elicits lots of thoughts for me. And here, here's where I land on everything, at least as of today. I, I remain, and I think we all should, I remain first and foremost steadfast on the concept that I love America over a person, over a party. All of these candidates... Even the one that some of you like so much will fail you, have failed you, because they're human. I'm also steadfast behind the concept that we need a Republican, any Republican at this point, even the ones we don't like, which is a lot of them. It's, in fact, most of them. In the GOP primary, there's only one and a half that I like. Could be two. Still waiting to see. But we... We have to have someone on our side win so we don't lose the country entirely. I think Trump should win and will win the nomination. I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm not saying he, he's not positioned to do the most work for us, do the best job. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying we need someone on our side to win or we're you know what. The question then becomes, though, can we win? Can we win? Okay, we all let's say we all want Trump, right? Trump's dominating the polls very likely almost impossible that it doesn't go his way in the primaries. The question becomes, can we win with the indictments? Do they get in the way? TBD. I think that we're probably going to be able to get around them. 
We also don't know. But more importantly than that, more importantly than that, can we get the votes that we need to secure a victory? That's the independent voters. That's the soccer moms who have turned on Trump because they've been told to, essentially. I'm not trying to say all soccer moms are dumb, but some of you are dumb. So just a reminder with all this, as this discussion is going on, I know who you want to be president. It's abundantly clear. I, I think I know who I want to be president. I think. But that's not the question. That's not the discussion. The question is, is there a path to victory? in the general. We often get the conversation wrong. We get focused on what we want and the emotional aspects of things, but it doesn't matter what you want though. It doesn't matter what I want. The question is, is what you want or what I want possible? And I think it is, but it's going to take a smart effort. In this case, talking about Trump by team Trump to go after new voters. That's always been the thing. It's always been the thing. You got to get new voters. He could literally, Donald Trump could drop his trousers and piss in some ultra mega smorter's sweet tea, and they would gleefully drink it down. Not, not even question it. But the, the, the problem is, is Trump, you, you don't need to cater to them. So stop. They will do anything for you. Go after new voters. Share your policy points. Separate yourself from the pack with policy points and all of that stuff. I, I, to me, that's, that's the victory. Don't do stuff like this, by the way. This, this stuff right here is so confusing. We were talking about this earlier. I love the guy. Why are you saying stuff like this right here, Trump? The, the Trump said this this weekend. Take a listen. A friend of mine and a guy who really understands politics, I think he understands politics, Better than anybody. That's why he keeps getting elected once. And I'll tell you something. Uh, you have a good man. He's a good man. And he loves you and he loves this state. He's controversial a little bit like I am. We maybe don't always agree on everything, but he's got a little controversy, but he's smart as hell. And he does a fantastic job for your state. Senator Lindsey Graham. Senator. Thank you, Lindsey. Thank you. And he does. He does a great job. And he's been with me, and I appreciate it. Solves a lot of problems, this man. I can't for the life of me understand why Trump is so loyal to the South Carolina game cocksucker. It just doesn't make sense to me. He, he is the very, Lady, Lady G, is the very personification of Washington dysfunction. I mean, right? I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. that th this is one of the most confusing things he does. Again, I love Trump. I think he was an amazing president. I think he's going to be our GOP nomination. I think people should be happy about that. I think that he can do good things. He's got to do more than he did last time, but that's not all on him either. But I, every time he brings up Lindsey Graham and their relationship, it like breaks my brain. It's like, wait, 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 wait. What? Because you can't, you can't talk about drain the swamp here and then talk about Lindsey Graham being a talented, great politician who loves this country and loves your state here you can't the two things don't mix like they're literally oil and water they are and remember the uh, the midterm elections that were coming up and it looked like republicans were getting were gaining a lot of momentum for a couple of seats that seemed to be up for grabs and keeping ones that they already had it it, it seemed like that there was going to be this huge red wave until lindsey graham gets up and says 
we need to have a federal ban on abortion. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> You're saying this two weeks before the election, where there's supposedly, it just feels like there's a lot of momentum for a huge red wave, and then you come in and shit in the punch bowl. Yeah. And that, to me, is what he does all the time. Anytime that Republicans seem to be gaining some sort of momentum, he does something to deliberately scuttle whatever momentum it, it, it feels like is going on. Yeah. No, that's the, you're, you're absolutely right. It, it, it I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it whatsoever. Um, baby says I'm voting for Trump. He's the best president we ever had. I'm not disputing that by any stretch and I'm not slamming Trump here on the collective on the Lindsey Graham thing though. Definitely. The I mean, only thing that I can think is, you know, the old phrase, you know, keep your, your friends close, but your enemies closer. That's the only thing that I can think of. Yeah, but you keep Lindsey Graham close, and you might get something put in you. <laughs> There's always that po- distinct possibility. I mean, that's, that is the fastest way. You want monkeypox? You hang out with Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Be careful. It, point being is all these people make some bad decisions. That's a bad decision on Trump. Horrible decision on DeSantis. To, to to talk about the 2020 election and say that there was nothing shady going on. Horrible move. You you don't understand the American vote. It's 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 kind of like the opposite, right? Because the conservative party, the conservative mindset or movement, whatever you want to call it, is so fractured and splintered. You've got Trump who needs the the just right of center Republicans and the independents to vote for him. And misses the mark on some of the messaging there. You've got DeSantis, who's got that portion, but needs the further right, which he has a chunk of, but not all of them. And and then he's hitting the wrong messaging there. It's like you guys have everyone's got to expand beyond your base. You've got to expand beyond your base if you're going to win long term. I I, I hope I hope that that happens. I hope that that happens for Trump's sake. Um, I, I just don't know. I don't know how supporting Lindsey Graham and talking about Lindsey the way that he does can help him. Again, I think he's going to win the nomination. L- nomination. Love the guy, but now it's okay. You're going to win the nomination. Let's polish up the end product for the general. And that's just that's one that's got to get fixed, and, and how you're going to capture new voters has got to get fixed. Let's figure it out. To me, it seems like Trump should have learned his lesson from what happened during his presidency when it comes to— these permanent Washington types like the Lindsey Grahams right out of the gate with uh, Jeff Sessions. Look what happened. Special counsel. And then everything started going downhill from there. And then finally culminated with Bill Burr, who who thought that we all thought was going to be you know a nice bar bar. Uh, Bill Burr's a comedian. Yeah, that's who's <laughs> hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's fantastic. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, Bill Barr. We all thought was going to be, you know, a down the road kind of you know a trump guy and there to help out and help drain the swamp and that was one of the biggest ruses that was ever played or pulled in political history it was so i just question you know after being burned as many times as trump has been burned even by general mattis general kelly all all these people that you know he had in his in his cabinet you would think that somebody is oily and as slippery as lindsey graham you you would be like at an arm's distance with somebody like that who's yeah. just so obvious is a grifter. Yeah, you would think. You would think again. There's uh, there's problem. Uh, 
let's just let's hope that there's some sort of strategy behind it but to me it seems like there's not it seems like because this is this has always been personnel has always been his issue the people he surrounds himself with has, has been one of his issues it seems like this is just a mistake it, it really does because i can't think of there's no real uh, your your point of you know keep your friends close your enemies closer obviously is is been said for a long time for a reason it's it is a method uh and it does work in certain places but you don't need to at this point keep him in play and by the way i don't think lindsey graham's gonna say that he's on trump's side lindsey graham has also came out remember when he first said none of these trump policies were policies without trump and he's saying all these things that were just sound bites and he was repeating them over and over again like literally on every show so you knew they were sound bites for campaign purposes not actually how he felt but then he also came out and supported nikki haley and some of the others like he i i don't think he's he's not all in on trump whatsoever he just knows he's got to say stuff every once in a while to keep people guessing on, on all of that to try and figure out where where he is trump needs to go full rambo this is texas texas panhandle patriot you never go full rambo um Unless you're in Rambo, in which case he just was put in a difficult position. I mean, what's a man going to do? All he wanted to do was get something to eat. Right. Freaking Dennehy. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, that's that's an example. Mo, we love most cops. Some people let the badge and gun go to their head, and Brian Dennehy did. But then again, he was able to pivot from his job in law enforcement to have a successful auto parts company in Sandusky, Ohio. That's true. <laughs> where he later died suddenly during his wedding reception. Yes. He did. That's true. Pre-vax, too. I mean, it just, that was, um, people are like, what the hell just happened? Uh, we don't know. Uh, we don't know. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We got lots more uh, Trump stuff to cover. We're going to squeeze a couple stories in after this one, though, including China and Russia, who sent warships right off our coast. No big deal. Right? I mean, but we'll talk about it on the other side of the break. Stick around. Attention Americans. Breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government new digital dollar visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started again that's protectfrombiden.com get more of drew and this is my show with coin club exclusively on the rvm network coin club members get a this is my show challenge coin an exclusive friday morning show for coin club members only automatic entry into show related sweepstakes and other in-studio bonuses plus members get access to all other premium content on the rvm network 
and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. So Barb, by the way, during the break says, uh, what did you say about Vivek? Seems to be saying, Vivek is making a name for himself, saying all the right things to score that VP slot, in her opinion. I agree. And I, we said we're having some back and forth. Those bring people in. It, it is interesting. He seems to definitely get a sense of where the polling is, where, 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 where it's trending, and make statements to fall in line with that. Because he does... He does change on some of that stuff a lot. I'm not saying he's awful. I've got a lot of concerns about Vivek. I don't think Vivek's ever going to win. But <clears throat> to get a position, he's definitely caused more of a stink. But he he does. He changes. Where where do we need to be on that? Here's where I am on this. Uh, that that seems like his his, which is not just him, right? That's most politicians in general. Uh, so I guess he's he's getting comfortable in politics. Yeah, and he's doing a lot of things that a lot of politicians, especially older politicians, don't do. He just had a, a town hall with, on the uh, Patrick Beck David podcast, which is pretty extraordinary. And I think, to me, marks a great trend if more politicians would do that and take the corporate media out of play when it comes to these town halls. Yeah. The, those, the, the town halls that they have on broadcast are just so archaic and lame because the networks are beholden to their advertisers so they're always rushing there's always time constraints but when you have a digital platform the the candidates can take as much time as they want to answer a question and there can be more and more follow-up questions yeah uh, that part of the the innovation that he's bringing to campaigning i'm a big fan of but like you were saying a lot of you know his ties with the world economic forum to me are a bit suspect and, and give me a little bit of pause with him but the rest of what he does i i I find his energy and, like I said, his innovation to to be something really cool and to 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 watch. And hopefully, that that sets a trend for the rest of the candidates. Yeah, no, there's some refreshing aspects for sure. I I, I don't disagree with that. And and it would be good if other people started to to fall in line with certain things that he's doing, uh, for sure. Okay, let's get into this because this is this is interesting. As as um. America's division grows deeper, which it does, and our country continues to swirl down the drain like a double-tapered Jerry Nadler mystery log or some <laughs> weird visual. You've got China and Russia. China and Russia are sailing naval ships off the coast of Alaska in a provocative act of defiance. At least 11. This Think about this. Not like one, like testing the waters. Not one Chinese ship, not one Russian ship. 11 Russian and Chinese ships sailed close to the Aleutian Islands in the northern U.S. state of Alaska. Just in case you were not sure if that's a state of ours. That, no, I was from, I'm, re, I'm reading a report from the Wall Street Journal. Adding that the ships never entered U.S. territorial waters and then left. 
They were shadowed the whole time by four U.S. destroyers and a P-8 beside an aircraft. Alaska's Republican Senators Dan Sullivan and Republican in name only Senator Lisa Murkowski said they had been in close contact with the leadership from Alaska Command for several days and received detailed classified briefings about the foreign vessels transiting U.S. waters in the Aleutians. In a joint statement released by Senator Sullivan and Murkowski, they said the following, quote, this is a dark reminder of Alaska's proximity to both China and Russia, as well as the essential role our state plays in our national defense and territorial sovereignty. Spokesperson for the Chinese embassy in Washington, D.C., Lu Pengyu told the, the Wall Street Journal that the patrol was not targeted at Washington. According to the annual cooperation plan between the Chinese and Russian militaries, naval vessels of the two countries have recently conducted joint maritime patrols in relevant waters in Western and in the Northern Pacific Ocean. This action is not targeted at any third party and has nothing to do with the current international and regional situation. That's what they said. So think about this. You, you, you've got multiple ships, 11. How many ships in an American carrier group? What is it, like six or something? I forget the number. I, I, I'd be guessing five. We've got someone who can look it up. All right. How many ships in a U.S. carrier group? <laughs> By Jack Handy. Um, 11 seems like a lot. It seems excessive, right? <laughs> yeah. It seems excessive. And uh, you, you, they've, they've done stuff before. In, in September of 2021, the Coast Guard saw um, Chinese ships about 50 miles off the Aleutian Islands. The first recorded encounter with Chinese Navy ships sailing in international waters in the Bering Sea was in 2015, when an amphibious ship... Uh, replen uh, replenishment vessel and three surface com combatant ships were reported in the area, but but this eleven is a is a big deal. And as a response to this, I mean, you got Murkowski and them calling for that. Biden has vowed to sink a Carnival cruise line in retaliation to the Russian Chinese naval operation. A, a typical breakdown for current carrier group includes one carrier, two cruisers, three destroyers, and one auxiliary um, ship. So seven. Okay. So larger than a carrier group doing that. By the way, Biden is not going to sink a Carnival Cruise Line. But that's kind of the thing that you would do. I mean, after after the ISIS-K uh, dude clacked off at the airport, he just killed an innocent family. So you never know with this administration. But <clears throat> you see this. You see almost two carrier groups mm -hmm. yeah. sailing off the coast of America. And what's the common denominator with China encroaching into American waters to Obama and Biden. And, and you can see when it's happened and you can see why it's happening. It's happening, you guys, because bad guys, in this case, she and Putin, who are getting closer and closer, which should scare the piss out of everybody, by the way, see weakness. They sense weakness in America right now. And we're always weak when Democrats are in office. We just are. In the next six months, don't be shocked. I'm not hoping for this, by the way. But don't be shocked if you see ships from our enemies, these two included, off the coast of Florida. Texas, reminder, Iran said they're going to start putting destroyers in the Panama Canal. China and Russia putting, putting uh, equipment and personnel in Cuba. China. Establishing a base at the tip, Tierra del Fuego of, of South America. 
these guys sailing off the coast of Alaska. They're doing whatever they want. I mean, and nothing's going to happen. Oh, I, we're definitely going to see uh, Russian ships and Chinese ships pulling into Cuba for refueling. It's going to be like the uh, the port in, in Aden in in Yemen where the, the uh, American ships go in to refuel. We're going to see that. We're going to see they're not going to come they're not going to come inside the international waters. They're going to stay out. But they're going to they're going to there's going to be some provocative move that like on a some sort of cruise ship down in Key West is going to be motoring along and all of a sudden sail by either a Chinese destroyer or a Russian destroyer just so the PR wise that some tourists on that on that American ship or cruise line get video of it to put it out there to let everybody know that China and Russia are both operating within our hemisphere. Yeah. And it's going to become normalized. Yeah. Oh, God. It's not hard. It's not hard. Peace through strength. Oh, not hard at all. But this is what you get. This is what you get with this kind of leadership. And some people will say, there's dumb people on the left and even some dumb, there's lots of dumb people on the right too. But there's dumb people everywhere who'll be like, well, they're not coming into our waters. It's okay. They're, they didn't do anything wrong. You're missing the point. Yeah. You're, miss, you're missing a lot of points. Uh, you just are. But speaking of conflict and fighting, let's squeeze this in here real quick because... It's a good, can, good segue. We can get back into track. Yeah, this yeah. is a good segue yeah. because... There's this big tech giant fighting or fight that's going to happen, right? You've got Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg who are supposedly going to go at it. And according to what they're saying, it's now official that Nerd Brawl 2024 is a go. Back in June, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg seemingly agreed to participate in an MMA fight. The stakes for the potential fight were raised last month when Zuckerberg's meta launched a new Twitter competitor called Threads. Zuckerberg replied to Musk via threads on Sunday afternoon and said, quote, shouldn't we use a more reliable platform that can actually raise money for charity? I'm ready today. I suggested August 26 when Elon first challenged, but he hasn't confirmed not holding my breath. This Zuckerberg saying that because Elon said that they will stream the fight on on X. Musk responded, lifting weights throughout the day, preparing for the fight. All proceeds will go to charity for veterans. Love that. Love that. Let's let's make this fight happen, if nothing else, to take care of our people. But here's the deal. And we've said this before. I'll be rooting for Elon if this fight really does happen. I like what he's done with his platform compared to, to other platforms, Zuckerberg's in particular, by a long shot. But if it happened today, even though Zuckerberg's a beta cuck, he would beat the ever-living dog piss out of Elon. He just would. I just think he would, right? He's been training MMA-style fighting for years. That's a lot to catch up on if you're Elon. And it's not even, that's not even trying to be mean to Elon. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't like Zuckerberg either, Elon, but he's been doing this stuff. He's a tiny little beta, but when you take a tiny little beta who's been training against someone who's, who's maybe a little pudgy, 
Yeah, and <laughs> maybe it's not, not in shape. Right, yeah, he's pretty. Elon's pretty gooey, but it's not just the training; it's the sparring. I don't think Elon has ever sparred with anybody, and if Zuckerberg has been sparring for the last five years, that's a tremendous advantage because he's used to locking up with somebody and knowing what that feels like, and knowing what it's like to get yourself in a position where you either have to tap out or you get choked out. Elon has never been in that position before. And we've all seen pictures of Elon recently with a shirt off on a yacht, and it will take a lot yeah. of training for him to get in anything that resembles shape. I think so, too. I think so, too. It's not... It, and it's 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 that kind of stuff, but just... I mean, you're, you're right. It's very specific what he's going to be doing in terms of that, but... But getting in any, as you're older, getting in any kind of, if you were to say, hey, I need you to, to go back overseas and deploy, I'd be like, I need, I need a little bit of time. <laughs> I, 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 how much time do I have? Like, I'm not getting on a plane tonight. I'll do it in spirit. I'm just going to need lots of breaks. How many timeouts do I get? <laughs> uh, it just, it's just going to be tricky. Uh, again, I'm, I'm cheering for you, Elon. I hope you beat the living dog piss out of Zuckerberg. But I think if it does happen and it happened today, it would be a different thing. But that's the thing. It's, it's also it's not happening today. It's happening down the road. So we will see. We're going to take a break, though. When we come back, Klaus Schwab, supervillain from the World Economic Forum. Remember that guy? Well, he says we don't need elections in the future. We'll show you exactly what he said on the other side. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. When I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s. I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video. Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is.
$10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Welcome back. Hour two. Here we go, friends. Let's get after it. We're going to talk Klaus Schwab. We're going to talk elections in a second. But before we do that, before we do that, guys, think about it. maybe not at this time of day so much, but so many important moments in life happen over a cup of what? A cup of coffee in the hospital room anxiously awaiting news from the doctor about the fate of a loved one or the birth of your your child first or 17th if you're philip rivers how many does he have he's got a lot it's not 17. <laughs> sealing some major business deal the first cup of coffee you share as a married couple when you wake up at the hotel on your honeymoon you get the point coffee plays an integral part in our lives and while it may not always be the main character it is always there so when those moments come, make sure you have the right cup of coffee in your hand. Enter our friends at Thistle Creek Reserve. Thistle Creek Reserve Premium Coffee is sourced from missionaries around the globe and is focused on giving back to ministries and patriotic efforts across the planet. So wake up with premium coffee from a company that actually loves America, loves God, and will never go woke. Go beyond the cup with Thistle Creek Reserve at thistlecreekreserve.com. Use promo code DREW to save 10%. Again, thistlecreekreserve.com. Listeners and viewers of this show can save 10% with promo code DREW. We use it here at the studio, folks. It's awesome coffee. Tons of variety. It's clean. There's no mold. They do it the way that they do it. I can't, I'm not smart enough to describe the whole process. But it's, a, it's great coffee, so check it out. Again, thistlecreekreserve.com. Use promo code DREW to save 10%. Okay. As the world moves closer to a dystopian nightmare with no hope for humanity 
and the eventual enslavement and genocide of those who are considered worthless eaters. Their words, not mine. Klaus Schwab wants to eliminate the only opportunity for the average person to have their voice heard. Voting. Here's what the, here's what the supervillain said in his own words. Take a listen. But since the next step could be in, to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means Ooh, you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what uh, predict and afterwards you can say why do we need elections because we know what the result will be can you imagine such a world i mean could you imagine such a world yes yes actually because we voted ourselves into communism in 2020 albeit with some help from big tech the doj corporate media threats of civil unrest but i mean this makes perfect sense and it's always remarkable here. I know we always say this. It's always remarkable hearing things from Klaus Schwab when he says these things because he he is a supervillain, but he sounds like a supervillain. <laughs> yeah. So when he shares the things that he wants to bring, you will have nothing and be happy. You're all worthless eaters. This that and the other. like it really like it it it, it we it feels like we're living in a movie. And then he talks and it's like okay yeah we act we're we're living in a movie. <laughs> but this has to happen for them. The New World Order has to eliminate voting because the elites will control everything. Right? That's what that's what their goal is. They have they have to do stuff like this. You keep keep in mind as they talk about things like this. And by the way, AI determining elections because AI assumes where you're going to vote. AI determining elections is again code for we're going to tell AI what outcome we want and then ai will tell you and make it seem like you're you're having some sort of participation in it because they've 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 garnered what you think and what you like and your tendencies it, it's not none of it's none of that it's we will tell you who your new elected leaders are but they're not really elected because it's just us telling you that that's that's how this really plays these guys hate you they hate us they believe that our voices don't count that our opinions don't count. You know why? Because we're not in the club. We're not in this so-called elite club. And this kind of stuff is going to start happening more. Believe them when they say it, because they say this kind of stuff all the time. And some of it is taking place in, in small pockets and some in, in more widespread manners across the planet. It's, it's insane. Right. You see this all the time with Democrats and people on the left, and especially when uh, Matt Taibbi uh, in um, uh, what's his name from San, wrote San Francisco or uh, San Francisco. Um, uh, anyways, the, the, when they came up to testify and they were very smug, Matt, I remember, was very smugly asked, well, do you have a medical degree? And it's like, no. You know, and that's where that's where their default position is. They try and belittle people that they don't want to hear from. And so when you when you talk to some, if you've got Democrat friends, they always defer to the experts or the politicians because they put themselves in a submissive position where they think somebody who has a degree or wears a medical coat is somehow intellectually more superior than they are. And so they will always default to that and become subservient to that person, where most of us just like to ask questions, right. and have those questions answered. And especially when it comes to people telling us what they think we should do that is going to affect our own personal health. 
we have that right to ask those questions. But for the left, you don't ask those questions because you don't have that pedigree or that degree. You're just one of these people who just needs to sit down and shut, shut up, up and do what you're told. Yeah. No, and and that's the thing that's so well. I mean, there's that's not the only thing that's so frustrating, but it's among the things that's the most frustrating about this conversation with these globalists, with with communists here in America, with all of them, is we just do we want to we want to have discussion. Like, well, hold, hold on, can we ask about this? And it doesn't matter if it's 2020, COVID, January 6th, anything. You're we're not entitled to think about it or talk about it or ask questions because, as you said. We're just a bunch of mouth breathers to them, which is remarkable because really they're the mouth breathers who have accomplished. Well, you could say they've accomplished nothing. They've accomplished a lot in, in their in their eyes. But but we're not allowed to have discussions. And that's that's maddening. It's maddening. By the way, through the 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 web address in there for Thistle Creek, guys, drink coffee the way we do in the morning here at the studio. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Save 10 percent. Um do you think this goes anywhere, though? Like, central bank digital currencies going somewhere. It's active in a lot of a lot of countries across the, the globe. It's it's becoming active here slowly, which is the, the scariest thing because people aren't paying enough attention to it here in America. But it's happening slowly here. You've got a lot of other things. They want to reimagine how they do infrastructure in terms of, you know, banning fossil fuels, banning some of these things, banning certain ways that we eat, all of that stuff. Do you think the AI election scenario that Klaus just unveiled happens? It, it, to, it, it's possible, but it, in that scenario, that that would mean that the House and the Senate would be irrelevant as well, because you would have this this AI that it's, it's capable of figuring out what laws need to be passed, so you can eliminate the judicial or the uh, legislative branch. Same goes with the Supreme Court. You can you can eliminate the Supreme Court because your AI now knows of every case that has ever been tried before in the United States and can come up with a clear opinion on whatever is being brought before the Supreme Court than, say, a Sonia Sotomayor who goes off on these weird tangents that have nothing to do with the Constitution. Right. So in that respect— you know, it's too much of a money pit in D.C. for human beings for them to give that kind of power over to. As much as Democrats would like to see themselves in a position where they're the, the, the ones who are the masters of all authority of AI, they're still going to need some sort of income and still need to feel some sort of relevancy. So they're not going to eliminate their own positions. But if they could, they would. Yeah, it, I, I'm a firm believer that they would just rather have Democrats would rather have a figurehead like Michelle Obama coming out, giving a couple of speeches. And then when it comes to the decisions that are being made, ask AI what to do, ask ChatGPT what to do and base all policies on ChatGPT. Because right now, ChatGPT is already skewed toward, toward more of a Democrat slash communist way of thinking. Right. And it's already there for them. But again, you're going to be eliminating a lot of a lot of cush jobs. So I, I, I don't think they would they would fire themselves. Yeah, which is a problem that we see in a, in, a, in a lot of respects here. Jill says, Drew, we're just NPCs, non-playable characters. Uh, sure feels that way. Um, absolutely feels that way. Ginger, thanks for, for doing that, by the way. Uh, I said, by the way, a lot. But um, 
But by the way, it's it's time for a break. We're going to take a break. Klaus Schwab hates you. The World Economic Forum, globalist communists across the planet hate you. Um, and they hate Africa, too, which is interesting because um, we're going to talk about Africa now. I don't know if they really hate Africa. They, they do, though, because they, do. They, they, despise they, they despise Bill them. Bill Gates, yeah. all, all global elites despise the continent of Africa and mainly Africans. They yeah. hate them with a the passion. Well, we're going back there, Tom. We're going back. <laughs> we're going back to Niger. So, I mean, think about this. And, you know, we just gave you a discount on great coffee that we drink in the studio. And now we're going to give you this this additional education that we keep doing on Niger. <laughs> you guys can talk Niger more than anyone else out there in conservative media or on your socials or whatever, because we keep talking about it here. We're going to do it again on the other side because things are getting even more interesting. We'll talk about it right after the break. interrupt today's programming to bring unfortunate news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. So take action now. The Federal Reserve's phased deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard and put your hard-earned assets in jeopardy. But here's the good news. There's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Speak to someone at American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Dial 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833-287-2465. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Call 833, the number 2 USA Gold. Yes, call now, 833 833- 287-2465. Act swiftly. 833-287-2465. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids. You love God. You love this country. And you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books. They are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember, the land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud.
Let's get into some Africa news. I don't know why that's so exciting. Was that, was that in the, was that cue in the uh, prompter? To no, have there's no, no oh, okay. I have nothing in my notes for, for hand rubbing. <laughs> um, I'm just doing it. Now I can't stop. But let's talk West Africa, because West African military chiefs have agreed a plan for a, uh, to a plan for possible intervention in Niger as deadline nears for the country's junta to restore civilian rule. That according to an official from the regional bloc Ikawas. The Economic Community of West African States on Sunday gave the junta that toppled elected President Mohamed B B Bazoum, I think I'm saying his name right, back in a July 26 coup. They gave, they gave them one week, the junta one week, to restore him or face the potential use of force. Put him back in, you've been holding him, or we're coming in, is basically it. You had a Kawas military chiefs who were meeting in Nigeria's capital, Abuja, to discuss ways to respond to the crisis. Kawas Commissioner Abdel Fatah uh, Musa said the following, all the elements that will go into any eventual intervention have been worked out including the resources needed and including the how and when we're going to deploy the force. We want diplomacy to work and we want this message clearly transmitted to them that we are giving them every opportunity to reverse what they have done. Niger's junta has vowed to respond immediately to any foreign intervention has been holding Bazoum and his family in their official residence in the capital for nine days. The military ruled governments in neighboring Mali and Burkina Faso have said an intervention in Niger would be tantamount to a declaration of war against them. Translation, the junta will execute Niger's former president, Bazoum. They're not screwing around. And unfortunately, if it comes down to restoring a puppet regime in Niger, the West, and, and really in particular France, will be okay with sacrificing Bazoum for the greater good of the country. Uh, we have no understanding how cheap our leaders and world leaders view the lives of people on the African continent. We should. We, we kind of talked about it at the end there as we were going to break. As Tom said, Bill Gates has been conducting human medical experiments on them for... 20, last 20 years. 20 years. Plus, yeah. yeah. Food aid in Kenya. People, oh, but we're sending food and water. Food aid in Kenya is tied to abortion clinics in Nairobi. It is The stuff that happens on that continent is dark. Biden said he was concerned about the, the continent reaching a billion people. He's not concerned about the billion people. He's concerned about it reaching a billion people. If you thought Democrats and shitlibs had low opinions of blacks in the West, man, their feelings about Africans are egregious. They are just straight up vile, their thoughts, not the Africans, to be clear. We're the ones talking about you, West Africans and whatnot. But this is a complex situation, right? So you've got the junta who, who staged this coup. Take Bazoum and his family into custody. You've had him for nine days. You've got Mali, Mali and, and Burkina Faso, some other countries who are standing with them saying, if other people come in, it's going to get bloody. You've got Ikawa saying, restore him or we're coming in. And it's going to get bloody. And it's going to get bloody. I don't see this going well. No. I don't see it going well. And by the way, with it, well, you've, you've got some more updates on it than, than even I do, I think, but... But this has the potential to get nasty because, again, these people don't play the way that we do. It's, it's a fascinating situation, and I use fascinating it, it, probably not the right word because there's, there's likely to be significant bloodshed if this goes the way that it could in West Africa. 
which hopefully no one is wishing for. I, we certainly aren't here, but it's but it has the potential to do that. And it's there's lots of different influence there. Again, reminder of Russia and China's involvement there. We showed you that map last week. We don't need to pull it up now. We showed you that map last week of how many countries on the continent Russia has military alliances with. And then you've got us who has involvement in some, France who's got involvement in some. This story is bigger than just the local politics in Niger. That is the point. It is, it is much bigger than what's going on there in the capital. We have American Special Forces, and when I say Special Forces, I mean Green Berets, which they are Special Forces. The Green Berets, right. just their covering that they wear. They're on the ground there. There's CIA on the ground there. Al-Qaeda and Boko Haram in Niger are, are free to move about the country, terrorizing villages, trying to get people to convert, enslaving other people that they take from these villages. They've been horrendous for that country and that country as we talked about before is dead last on uh developing countries in the entire world right. dead last of the 214 or whatever the current number is of countries so you have that and we discussed this before coming on the air that the wagner group has been uh tapped and and also and this this is another confusing part of it to me but i'll just get this thought out there first about the wagner group they have been tapped by the 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 junta that is now in charge of niger to come in to help fend off an, an impending Akawas attack but now the wagner group who was in mali getting ready to cross over into the niger border has been surrounded by al-qaeda and now they're fighting al-qaeda which yeah. is really strange to me how that has played out it's almost like somebody's helping out al-qaeda to say you know the enemy of the enemy is my friend now right I, you know, I, I'm not sure if that's really what's going on, but it, it does seem like that there's, there, there's something weird afoot with that. But the way that it looks now, I, it, it, there are so many different possibilities that could happen. And when you were talking about the president and his family uh, uh, being under the control of the, of the military right now, and you're absolutely right. If it comes down to it, the way people in the West, and in this particular instance, France, see Bazoom's expendable. Oh, sorry. Shit like that just happens. You know, anytime there's a coup, you know, in, anywhere in Africa, it's just going to end up this way. And, you know, being a president there is a pretty good gig for, you know, five, six years until a coup. Not, yeah. <laughs> that, it, that it just all goes away. But I... I it's it's a real tenuous situation right now, and especially now throwing in the added wrinkle of the Wagner Group. And I'm not sure how this—well, I know how this is possible, because the Wagner Group is now working with the junta. Because before, in 1994, when you had the civil wars in Angola and also Sierra Leone, you had both of those governments that were still in power it, were trying to fend off a military coup— hired executive outcomes out of South Africa. And executive outcomes went to Angola first and helped the, the Angolan government put down that civil war and then went on to Sierra Leone and helped that country put down that civil war. And then after that, there was a new UN resolution passed saying that governments could no longer contract with private military contractors to help fight during a civil war, which I'm not sure how, how that's gonna work. Yeah. Uh, 
since the United States, you know, I don't know where our standing is because when the United States was going through the Revolutionary War, we famously, George Washington hired Hessian fighters from Germany to come over and work with the colonists to fend off the British. So I don't know what kind of moral standing that we have telling a government they can't hire private well, contractors. And it's absurd because that's how we do all of our operations. The vast majority of overseas operations <laughs> are done with— people always think that, and they, they have it wrong in their head, like, oh, the agency's here, and this agency, you know, CIA, DI, whoever are there— Okay, yes, they are, but the lion's share of the work is done by contractors. Now, it's the same thing. They're the same people. They're just paid through a different mechanism. You know, it's just guns for hire, basically, in this case is with clearance. But that's how it's done. Like, that's how we do it. The, the lion's share of my career, I was a contractor. That's, that's how it's done. So it is pretty funny for us to be like, you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to. We're going to. <laughs> Well, it's it's the whole the whole thing is is just fascinating. And you're right, no one cares about Bazoom really because we can find another another leader and install them in, in in a hot minute. But but the bigger issue is 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 does this happen, right? Does the Junta cave? I say likely no, unless they get some sweetheart deal, which is possible. There's lots of money involved, lots of money that could be given, but likely not. Because again, in these regions of the world, you're dealing with ideologies. And people are, are, are strictly adhering to those ideologies. So it, I don't know. We'll see. We'll keep talking about it as it unfolds. And, <laughs> and again, in some sometime during the second hour of the show, we'll just keep working in stories about Niger, even if you guys don't want to, because I think it's important. I think it's important that we we discuss stuff that's happening elsewhere. Some people will say, OK, but we've got a lot of problems here. Let's focus on our problems here. Yes, I agree. Let's focus on our problems here and also our problems over there. Because ones like this, Ukraine, Russia, China, Taiwan, the, the frequent incursions that we're getting, the, the more aggressive behavior that we're seeing from China and Russia as it pertains to their naval operations, their intelligence operations, which really never have not been aggressive. They're super aggressive all the time. That stuff matters. And it matters to here. You can say, let's focus on here. Here will not be here if we do not pay attention to all this other stuff so it all ties together uh quite well for sure and it's important that we discuss it and this and, and and keep in mind it's not just this too as we talked about i think it was last week syria and iran have threatened the u.s and told us to get out of of syria or else so it's the fact that there could be additional conflict it could be additional dollars being spent lives being lost in areas around the globe, which happens all the time, more than you know on a daily basis. But we don't need to exacerbate that. We don't need to inflate those figures. We, we need to figure out how to not do that, especially right now when we're in such a precarious situation as a country as, as it pertains to our, our military readiness, our military reserves, our just the fact that our country hates each other and we're not in a good position. There's not a lot of wins going on. Right, and we're in a position that another reason why this matters is we're seeing a, a global repositioning. We're seeing new alliances being developed, and especially on the continent of Africa with, with China and Russia now being becoming players in different countries there. They're trying to expand globally their reach with everybody, where us in the West, the people who are in charge of us now, of our country and other uh, European countries— are in the position of trying to destroy their own countries and rebuild something new, something you know, on a bigger global global scale 
in line with the World Economic Forum in their vision of the world. So uh, to me, it, it, it's all it, it all fits together yeah. w- when you have these two are are two you know sworn enemies, Russia and China, now working together. And they've been ostracized, so now now they're reaching out to different parts of the globe to become leaders in those countries that have been in the past ostracized by the West. Yeah, yeah, no, it, yeah, exactly. I mean, there there's a huge play here, and we wouldn't if it was just some random civil war, or regional war, that there was not bigger stakeholders involved in. We obviously wouldn't bring it up. You know, we don't get into local politics in Madagascar. It's just not our thing. <laughs> We, we get into to stuff that, that has bigger stakes for sure. Uh, okay, let's take a break, and let's talk about Mitch McConnell on the other side because he was heckled. You know, he, he died during a speech the other day, came back to life, but we showed that whole scene unfold. Now we're going to show he was, he's at an event in, I believe it was in Kentucky, in his home state, and, and people were, were telling him what they thought he should do. We'll show you it. We'll talk about it after this break. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com. When I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s. I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video. Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is. Yes, sir. The usual. The usual. Scripts. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Welcome 
back, friends. All of the political oldies in D.C. are clinging to their power, like a hospice patient holding the hand of a loved one. After his catatonic freeze, I don't know what we're going to call it, at a press conference, you had Cocaine Mitch, who was back at a podium, this time in his home state of Kentucky, and this is how he was received by his fellow residents there in the state. Take a listen. Mitch, buddy, you've done enough damage. It might be time. It's time <laughs> to step aside, sit in a chair near a pond, feed some ducks. Who knows? Maybe even Papa Viagra. Let Elaine give you a little, little hand job under the blanket <laughs> while you're feeding ducks. I don't know. <laughs> However you want to do things in retirement, you just do them. <laughs> but it's time that you go. It's time that you go. Americans, in particular Republicans, are tired of all the old dinosaurs who have spent their career selling out our country for their personal gain. Republicans have been bamboozled for freaking decades. And now the truth is becoming clear. The GOP is a pretend opposition party. That's all. That's all it is. It's a party in name. We've, we've long had the term Republican in name only or rhino. By the way, newsflash, it's not rhino spelled like the animal. It's R-I-N-O for a reason because it's Republican in name only. But that's what the GOP is, too. It's a party in name only. It's a pino. Right? I mean, that's, that's what it is. I mean, uh, that, that's not meant to be funny. That's what it is, though. It's a party in, in name only. The two-party system has failed. And now the uniparty is in complete control. And they're hell-bent, by the way, on keeping that control, which is tyranny. That, that, that's what we're experiencing. They won't describe it that way because they'll change the definition of all these terms. But man, that, that was refreshing to, to see for me because you've got people telling, it doesn't mean something's gonna change. I, I fear that not much will. But you've got people who used to be like, oh, don't, don't heckle him. He's, he's old. He, he's old, he's been trying. No, heckle him. Lead him into another stroke on the stage. Like do it because we don't want this here any longer. We can't have this anymore. Make him feel awful because you know what? He is awful. He and his colleagues have done nothing for you, particularly you in Kentucky, but for all of us on a national level for a long, long time. You, you, can't, you can't feel bad for people like that. People who have lied to your face for, and gotten paid handsomely for a long time, not paid handsomely by the taxpayer. That's a smaller salary. It's a good salary for most, but a smaller salary. It's all the other kickbacks and everything else he's gotten as he's railroaded this country and not given a shit about it all along the way. So I, I love this stuff. And I, to be clear, you know me, I hate protests. I hate rallies. I hate going to all of that stuff. I just want to sit in my backyard in my pool and smoke cigars and drink uh, on breaks. And people are like, that sounds like a problem. Well, probably is. But I don't want to, to go and do these kind of things. But I'm A-OK with you doing it, letting our voices be heard. I tell them here. I tell them from the desk here and on the show and, and the podcast. You tell them however you want, but we do need to tell them how we feel about them. The Republican, the Republican Party is an unserious party. If they were serious, they would say, okay, after COVID, now that we have the House and COVID's over with, we're going to uh, uh, issue arrest warrants for Fauci, Bricks, Collins, everybody else associated 
with the lockdowns and and the continued torment of Americans during that time period of COVID. They're not serious. They're not doing that. Right. If if the Republican Party was serious, we'd have prosecutors from different counties around the country bringing up charges on Biden. Or well, you can't uh, file charges on a sitting president, but bringing up charges on other members of the Democrat Party and dragging them into court and having them arrested and having grand juries look at look at uh, all the the uh, evidence that so-called evidence or evidence that you've collected against them. The Republican Party is just. They're, they're not into that. They're like, oh, well, we're not going to do that. We have to get above the fray. But right. you know what? That's why you're losing, and that's why you're losing people who are, consider themselves to be Republicans going, you know what? Fuck you guys and fuck you guys because you're both on the same team now, and none of you are standing up. You know, I, it, it just it pains me every time that there's an election and knowing that the Democrats are way too crazy for me to be a part of, but then looking at my other option and seeing these jackasses who are unwilling and unable to fight because they're actually part of the same party, it, it drives me insane. I just have to hold my nose and do it, and yeah. it just it, it sucks. No, because you're yeah, your your choices are Mitch McConnell, Lindsey Graham, people like that. It's like there I see no difference in in this and the other, and it really you should hate the Republican Party more than you hate the Democrat Party. Because they the Democrat Party tells you who they are. Not always directly, but they, they do through their through their actions and their policies and then sometimes directly. Our, our side lies to your face and takes advantage of you. And then never does. I mean, think about it. When Trump was it, we controlled everything. And it's not Trump's, I'm not putting this on Trump. We, controlled we didn't do jack shit. We've, we've, we've got the house right now. There's only so far we can go. Not doing jack shit. If we were to win all the things back in 2024, I, 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 I fear that we will not. But if we were to, guess what? We're still going to do jack shit because the people who are occupying those seats in D.C. are not really on your team. They're just not. And that's, that's, that's a massive problem. And it goes back to our, you know, to our question of the day, can we fix our government? Not until we, we clean up our, as a starting point, our own party, who refuses to fix the government, refuses to fix our own party, there, there's there's no interest in that. So we, we've got we've got a lot of work to do before we even get to the discussion of being like, okay, now we're positioned to fix things. What do we fix first? We're not we're so far away from that conversation even happening. It's crazy. Yeah, that's a perfect example. Twenty example was 2020. When didn't we have the the House, the Senate, and the presidency? Mm -hmm. It was the three things that every Republican deep state politician said. If we want to exact any sort of change, we have to get both houses in the presidency, and we can move the agenda forward of repealing all these disastrous things that Obama had done. Right. We came through on our end as voters. We came through. And what did we get for it? We got spit in the face. We got a special counsel. We had jackasses getting up in front of cameras going, well, you know, Trump is, you know, he's not used to how the system works. And, you know, his agenda, we might want to pump the brakes a little bit. And, and it's like you, they just kept making one excuse after another. Yeah. And to me, that the, the whole Trump presidency, the best part of it was the fact that all the masks were off. And now... It was just like COVID. It was the great sorting. 
you knew who was who and what side they were on right. by you know in the case of covid by people wearing masks and people not wearing masks and same thing with the politicians during the great sorting of the 2020 election the ones who were pro the american people and those whose whose their only responsibility and their only care was for the government and the government institution that they were a part of and nothing else yeah yeah that's it. That's it. <clears throat> good good chat going on here. Jill hates the backstabbing. He had no help from Republicans, says Barb. Absolutely. Absolutely. This 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 whole thing is broken so badly that it's 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 hard to imagine. And that, and that's my concern for it. We're gonna talk, I think, is it next break or next uh, segment? I think we're going back into Trump, but um a little bit, yeah, because we're gonna talk Chuckin, but that's the problem, too, with if he gets in. And it's the problem with people buying in on his... So here's the thing. He's saying now he gets the game, he gets back in, he's going to make all these changes. There's only so many he can make is the problem. I, I, I believe he's genuine in his desire to do it. The problem is all the other dickbags who are in D.C. who are going to get in the way of it who he needs. You can't executive order your way through everything. I encourage you to do more than ever before. If you get in to take because someone's got to just take advantage. They're going to say you're doing this and that's authoritarian. Who cares at this point? Who freaking cares? We got a country to save. But. But you're going to have people who still get in the way. So for any, for him or anyone, but but even Trump, who, who who I believe is genuine in his desires. How much of that can you really accomplish? Yeah. McCarthy's not going to do all the stuff you want him to do. He's just not. McConnell won't. Again, McConnell. Thanks, Merrick Garland and, and Supreme Court stuff. We got to win out of them there. But but like they're, they're just not going to. So that's what's so tough. That's why it, it seems it seems like such a daunting task to get this thing back on track. Um, <clears throat> all right. Well, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about Chutkin, the judge who's going to oversee things in D.C. There's she's not giving she's not giving surprise, surprise, any help to Trump. <laughs> Short window of time to respond to the latest. Also, it's not looking good. For Trump to succeed in this case, he needs a venue change. By all accounts, in a number, if it was a fair proceeding, he would, because of the bias, the obvious bias, would likely get one. The D.C. courts, I don't think, are going to give him one. It doesn't seem like it's going to go that way. It doesn't seem like she's going to allow it to go that way, or others, for that matter. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about why on the other side. Stick around. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protect 
protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. How in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening, and it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't, in some sense, working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is The Wellness Company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and it's occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substance is combating this man-made disaster. Okay, here we go. D.C. Judge, Communist Interloper Judge Chaka Khan, I mean, Chekin, whatever her name is, is already <laughs> showing bias by demanding a two-day turnaround on Trump's response to Jack Smith's protective order. She wrote a key decision, by the way, denying executive privilege and keeping his records from the January 6th committee, if you will recall. Um, and also keep in mind that not a single D.C. judge, as all this conversation floats about as it pertains to this third indictment, again, the fourth likely coming, but the third indictment as it pertains to January 6th, not a single D.C. judge has granted venue change motion. So that's likely not going to happen. If it's never happened before, and then you, you, you put into the mix enemy number one, for the left, for the Uniparty, for permanent Washington, for D.C., who, whatever, whoever you want to put on that side of Trump, I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't think it's going to happen. The deep state setup of Trump is in full swing. It just is. And Trump put out a statement responding uh, on truth here. He said, there's no way I can get a fair trial with the judge assigned to the ridiculous freedom of speech fair elections case. Everybody knows this, and so does she. We will be immediately asking for recusal of this judge on very powerful grounds and likewise for venue change out of D.C. And look, Trump's right. There's no such thing as a fair trial in D.C. if you don't have a D next to your name. The Jack Smith Jihad should send a shiver down the spine of every American. But sadly, it doesn't because shitlibs let emotions cloud their decision-making process. And that's how they've gotten to their decision on Trump himself. Take emotions, though, out of your decision. It, it, that, that, that has to be the plan. It's impossible to tell. Telling someone who uses emotion to make decisions, telling them to take it out is impossible. It's not going to happen. But, man, that's how we get here. De Democrats and permanent D.C. are shit scared of Trump. 
and they are pulling out literally all the tricks to stop him. And I tell you this all the time, I don't care if you're a Trump person or not. I know a lot of people who aren't. This should scare the shit out of you because this is a really big deal. Really big deal. They're not going to let it happen, though. They're going to ask for a different judge. I'd be shocked. They're going to ask for a venue change. I'd be beyond shocked if they moved it out of D.C. And none of those things set up well for Trump. They just don't. I'm not saying he can't overcome it. <laughs> the dude's a freaking phoenix. He rises from the ashes all the time. I'm not saying that. But the fact that this is even being a discussion and the fact that this that they're doing it the way that they're doing it and the, that they're doing it in this particular indictment, this particular investigation as it pertains to January 6th, it is, it is scary. This, is, this has always been the one. The other ones, not that worried about. The Georgia one, when it comes down, and it will, not that worried about it. This one should worry everyone. This one should worry Trump, which is why he's saying they're asking for these things, and he should. But the fact that they're going to deny it and push it through should be that next level of like, okay, there's not even a discussion on this. In, 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 in a re reasonable, fair, rational world, I know that we don't live in one of those anymore, there would be a discussion about this. And people would hear, an arbitrator would hear both sides and make a decision that makes sense. And in this case, it would make sense. It is biased as you know what in D.C., and it's not going to go his way. And they would say, okay, let's, let's find an alternate location. But when they say no, which they will, that should, that should raise a lot of freaking alarms. 97% of the vote in D.C. was for Joe Biden. <laughs> Trump only got 3% of the vote. So you're really going to tell me, what are your odds of getting 12 people on a jury that are, were the uh, Trump supporters who voted for him? These people in D.C. are just so narrow-minded when it comes to using the judicial system to exact revenge on their political opponents. And that's what you're going to see with Trump. Judge Chutkin, she, ever since the when the September, uh, I keep saying September, the January 6th cases that have come before her, she has gone above and beyond the, the sentencing recommendations from the prosecution, from the federal prosecutor. From the federal prosecutor, she is going above and beyond, giving people three years in prison for parading. Yeah. That's her mindset. Her mindset is to punish. Right. A judge has to exact some sort of punishment, but she wants to exact, exact hardcore punishment on political rivals. And her punishments are, are not meant to suit the crime. Her punishments are meant to send a message that if you're a dissenter, if you're not part of this communist machine that they have going if you feel like you're a free person and have your own free will and you want to dissent she's going to punish you by taking your freedom away yeah and trump as you were saying is a number one guy that they're looking for he's their enemy there is no other enemy satan himself could come down well being democrats they'd worship him but any other kind of you know horrible person insert there well, they would like them, too. Yeah. I can't really come up with a good example. <laughs> he's, he's enemy number one. Yeah, he's yeah, enemy, he's number, enemy one. number one, yeah. period. Yeah, I mean, you, you see that, and you're right. That, you, you, can, you can tell a lot about a person by their decision and how they do things, their decision-making process. And that with her, in the case of Judge Chutkin, is, is scary. 
that's she's got a lot of power in her position and she has taken recommendations and said no that's not good enough i'm going to punish them more even though my job is just to literally make a decision are you guilty not guilty and uh, there's some nuance to it i get that but but to come in and see that it shows just how black-hearted she is yeah, she reminds me of when, when you read stories about the Salem witch trials and the judges that presided over those trials and the punishments that they doled out. That's what we're seeing right now with right. what she's doing. Well, it, not to the extreme matter of throwing people in a lake to prove that you're not a, a, not a witch, but going above and beyond the punishment that the prosecution was asking for. Right. That's just that's a, a vindictive behavior that a judge should not ever possess. Yeah, no, absolutely. There, you, you're supposed to somehow, and, and, and I get it, it's hard to do, and it's harder to do today more than ever. You're supposed to somehow be fair, balanced, and reasonable in that position. And, and there's not, and you can look at the Supreme Court and say, okay, but there's, there's conservatives and not. And, but they're all, everyone is supposed to be a constitutionalist, a legal scholar who's looking at things in a rational, level-headed way but man, that's that's not the world we live in anymore. And then you've got ones like this who have just some significant issues, anger issues, and power issues. And when you when you put Trump in the crosshairs like he is now by design, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. It's going to be tricky. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out as as it pertains to this particular uh, investigation, especially. But. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk because we earlier in the show, we discussed how this is all backfiring to an extent. Now, if they can take him out of the race completely or, or have something go exactly the way they, they, the left, want, then obviously it's not backfiring. They win. But as they try to get to that point, and it would seem that they're going to struggle to get there completely, it's backfiring because you've got people who are, who are more excited more aware of, of how the system is corrupt and broken, and at minimum, just people who are asking more questions. And Trump is is rising in the polls, and he's rising in the polls in big ways. He's, he's all but guaranteed the GOP nomination thanks to this. And I think part of their plan is to have it happen that way and then still pull off some shenanigans and, and, and ensure that they can keep power. Of course, they want power, and they'll do anything they can to keep it. But but he is he is he is rising in popularity because of what they're doing on a lot of fronts. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about Biden and how that race would look were it to happen. Talk about the polls that are associated with that said race. We're going to do so at the top of the hour here. We're going to get into that. We got a lot to get to still. We've got a NASCAR driver, you guys, who is suspended for liking a George Floyd meme. We've, we've got a lot more stuff to cover. Hang with us. we got the post-show press conference coming up. Tons of reasons to stay around. See you after this break. Biden and his cronies have lost over $3 trillion of America's retirement savings in 2022 alone. With inflation running rampant and the stock market crashing, do you have a plan to protect your wealth? Our friends at American Alternative Assets help you protect your retirement savings by rolling over your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. Visit protectfrombiden.com. 
wealthprotectionguide.com today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will give you all the answers you need. American Alternative Assets is an A-plus and accredited member of the Better Business Bureau. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Visit protectfrombiden.com. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. When I met my husband, Chuck, he was famous for doing things like this. Now he's in his 80s, and he's still doing this for fun. And since we live on a ranch, he's up at sunrise doing things like this. Isn't that right, honey? That's right. He's stronger, can work out longer, keeps up on his ranch chores, and has plenty of energy left over for his grandkids. I've made just one change. I still feel like I'm in my 50s. I've started doing this too, and I've never felt better. I feel 10 years younger, and my body looks leaner, and I have energy all day. Chuck made a video that explains everything. Watch it. It'll change the way you think about your health. Watch this video. Watch the video. You won't believe how simple it is. $10,000 or more to the IRS? Have you been threatened with levies or have unfiled returns? The IRS is hiring 87,000 agents to boost IRS collections and they have the power to seize assets, freeze bank accounts, and they can even take your home. Tax Network USA can help you today before it's too late. Our CPAs and certified tax experts have proven strategies that work for taxpayers time and time again. These same strategies have saved over $500 million in back taxes, permanently resolving tax debts for good. Stop collections and get relief today before it's too late. When I invented MyPillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition MyPillow. The Giza Elegance MyPillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Okay, welcome back, third hour. Here we go, let's get into it, my friends. Plenty still to talk about. 
including this. Trump is closing in on Biden faster than Justin Trudeau pulling out his wiggle stick <laughs> during the Barbie movie. So Frank Lutz could bet. my tummy sticks. <laughs> I hate Frank Lutz. Everyone does. He hates, he hates Frank Lutz. But that was happening. But here's what Trump had to say about the latest polls between he and Joe Biden. Polls are tricky, but take a listen. And by the way, virtually every poll, we're kicking Biden's ass. And that's the problem. That's the problem. And if I wasn't, if I wasn't, we wouldn't be under investigation by deranged Jack Smith. He's a deranged human being. You take a look at that face, you say, that guy is a sick man. There's something wrong with him. <laughs> I love it. Kicking his ass, calling Jack Smith deranged, calling out his face, which he does. He's got a deranged looking face. He's, he, just, he does not look well. Does not look well whatsoever. He's clearly not. He's clearly, you can tell just by looking at him that he's a mouth breather. But, but the more indictments that are filed against Trump, as we've been discussing today, the higher his poll numbers go. And look, poll numbers are, are Trump of, above all people should know that poll numbers can be skewed and aren't always true. And he, he does. He knows that. But, but they're going up in a lot of them because most Americans can see that there was some funny business with the whole 2020 election. And that there's even more funny business afoot during this particular campaign season and lead up to the 2024 election. The biggest red flag the Democrat chicanery is going on is the fact that, that Biden is laying out on a beach, not campaigning. We talked about it at the top of the show. You don't see any Joe Biden 24 signs. You don't see any Joe Biden leadership. You don't see any Joe Biden campaigning. You just see Joe Biden laying flat on his back at the beach trying to figure out how to shuffle chairs around and walk in that sand, which can be tricky even if you're young and sprite, which he, of course, is not. But it's like he already knows the result of the 2024 election. And that might not include him. It might. It might not. But but you can you can kind of get the sense that they they're like, all right, we're good. This is going to be OK. They've got a brain dead puppet that's hated by most of the country and the world who can, uh, but, but they, but they control all the, the levers. When you control the levers, man, you can get a lot done, a lot freaking done. So whether it's him, whether it's Gavin, whether it's Michelle and, and her, her big back, it's, I, it, it, I think that that's part of the reason they're not campaigning right now. They're, they're not they're not acting like they're serious about the 2024 election because they don't have to. But as they as they feel that way, the two don't go together, by the way. They're they're feeling assured as the polls say you guys should be concerned. They're like, eh, no big deal. No big deal. But it is the whole thing is fascinating because you're, we, we've got a scenario here where you've got a party who thinks they've got it in the bag because they 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 choose who who goes in and who doesn't. That includes if a Republican goes in. You're willing to play nice with us? Okay, you can have four years. But you've got that, and you've got the leader of the most popular political movement who could very well be finishing his campaign behind bars, but is getting more popular by the damn minute because of all the bullshit that they're trying to pull. I mean, if it's not exciting to be alive in 2023, I don't. You're you're missing the boat here. It's not good, but it's exciting.
Oh, it's very exciting. And the fact that Joe is not campaigning, it means one of two things. One, he knows what the uh, result is going to be. And two, he's not going to be the guy running. Those are the only two reasons why he's doing what he's doing right now. But he's going to be a non-factor for 2024, whatever, whoever the nominee is. That's why he's just sitting there. That's why he's just existing right now. Yeah. And doing and trying to inflict as much damage as he can on the country. I keep, we talk about this all the time. I'm going back to Newsom. This whole debate that DeSantis and Newsom are going to have, that's what permanent Washington wants. They want those two going at it because for one reason or another, probably because they think that they're both kind of political animals and they'll be easier to deal with than somebody like Trump who came at it from the private sector and didn't buy in to all the BS of being, you know, one of the cool kids at the table when it comes to uh, to the deep state politics. But it, it, it's just, <laughs> I, it, it's baffling to me when we talk about this election, and again, what are Republicans doing in each of these states to make sure the same things don't happen in 2020, the same irregularities that happened in 2020 don't happen in 2024? Has anything happened? Have Democrats been putting up a fight in Pennsylvania when the uh, Pennsylvania changed their state constitution to make voting a lot easier right. for mail-in ballots? Or is anyone questioning that? Is anyone going after that? It this this what ha- this is what happens all the time. Republicans always get disappointed when election doesn't go their way, and they demand that things are going to be different, and we're going to fight, and it's all going to be changed, and it never does. No, it, the cycle just keeps repeating itself. Yeah. Well, and it's it, well a couple things. One, you're right. We talked about that last week. I think DC definitely wants. Newsom, DeSantis. That is the that is the battle they want. And and I'm not going to go in there. I, I'm not going to pick on DeSantis like some like some people on the right are doing. And I'm not saying they're necessarily wrong either. But I I I just think that we need someone to freaking win on our side. Yes, some of them might be more manipulated by the system than others. Certainly than Trump. But we can't let the other side win. I know that. I know that for sure. But he did. He he kind of stepped in it earlier. Um, and we talked about that at the top of the show. He stepped in it by by saying that he didn't see any fraud and Trump's claims of 2020 fraud are are wrong. Um, now, if he picked out certain ones and said, I think in this instance, in this instance, he was wrong, but there was this, okay, you, you've got a leg to stand on there maybe, but but he didn't. He, he, he broad stroked it and said that he was wrong about all of it. And, and it, that is not the way that you, you get some, some, some votes there. Um, God, I had a second point that I wanted to get to, and then I forgot what the hell it was. But <clears throat> bottom line, oh, I know what it was. But bottom line, though, on that is I think that is what they want. I think DeSantis has stepped in it. I think the Trump is rising in popularity. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to whether or not we can we can get him across the finish line or not. And that's that's TBD. There's a lot of question marks there. But you're talking about how nothing ever gets done. Nothing ever gets done. Or How, changes. Changes. Yeah. But, but my problem with that is, and you see it, you, you see it with the conversations that happen online. And if you're on, if you're on Twitter or X a lot, then God bless you, because it's hell, hell on earth. But you see the conversation. You see them particularly between Trump and DeSantis followers. 
right? They're, and, and most of them are paid, to be clear. There's some of you who, who are, might be involved in this and, and aren't, and, and then you're missing out. You should be getting paid for it. But, but they're, they're out there shilling for them, and they're tearing each other apart and going after it, and I hate that, and I'll continue to hate that until, until um, this election comes and goes. But everyone is saying, you're not doing enough. You need to do more, this, that, and the other. And everyone's really good at saying that. But what I notice about a lot of people on our side— Certainly, the politicians make promises and never follow through with them. But we have a lot of really increasingly louder, more vocal people, keyboard or otherwise, saying, you're not doing enough. We need to do more. You need to do more. But, but I feel like they're not doing much either. They're really good at saying we have to do more and do more, but they're not doing it either. And then we see people on the right <clears throat> who get in, in, in these, these groups, go to events, I was talking to, to one of our other hosts about this this weekend. You know, we were talking about this one event uh, that I won't reference, but and and he was like, are you going to that? I'm like, no, I got to think it's such a waste of time because you, you get these events where, hey, we need you to show up and they'll, they'll, they'll call on, on conservative hosts or influencers to show up to these things and talk. But what happens at those things? Nothing. You have some speakers who share the same points that everyone in the audience, everyone on the stage agrees with wholeheartedly and then leaves like yeah it's like what what did you do though you just wasted money that one got too drunk and nothing actually got accomplished we, point being is there has to be more we have to get more out of our elected representatives we have to get representatives representatives who actually represent us and care about us for one good luck finding that there's some out there but it's 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 hard it's a needle in a haystack situation for sure and then there has to be there has to be more action on our part and less people just saying it. And then the people who are just saying it stop, you know, vilifying everyone else because that happens so much. And you have you have not the ones that necessarily that we're a part of, but you'll see some some groups and spaces that they get together on Twitter and they'll feel like they accomplished everything. It's like, but you didn't. You just you you had maybe you had a, a discussion. Maybe it even got heated, but you didn't accomplish shit. So there's just lots of talk and no no real action, which is which is frustrating as hell to me, uh, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. But I, I just see people complaining and not actually doing anything. The bottom line is there really isn't that much to do, it seems like, because when we've talked to other people who have run for offices and they and they wanted to get on a ballot, mm -hmm. if you're not handpicked by the RNC, you're not getting on that ballot. If you do get on, it's going to come as a as a tremendous amount. The price is going to come out of your own pocket, and it's going to be a tremendous amount for it. So that part of trying to enact change is damn near impossible. Right. And sometimes I think the only thing for a lot of people, the only thing that they can do is go somewhere where there are like-minded people so they can just yell and scream and cheer to feel like that they're not alone. And I think that's the most important part of these these sort of rallies and events and the Twitter spaces is to make sure that people, because what the Democrats are trying to do is try and alienate and ostracize people like they did during COVID. Yeah. And they want to keep doing that. And I think it's important for people to actually physically get together even after COVID. And you know, when they say when people say you're not doing enough, that might be so. But just the, the act of either getting on spaces or, or going to an event for a lot of people, that's as much as they can muster. 
you have to keep in mind that it, it takes a very special person to be able to get a crowd to follow them or to get anyone to follow them or even to get your own kids to listen to you. <laughs> right. No, absolutely. No, it's not easy. Yeah, it's, it's not, not easy. easy. And, and there's some people that are just aren't aren't wired that way. Yeah. And you can't expect them to to go out of their not even comfort zone, but it's just not in their DNA to be able to do something that draws so much attention to themselves. But it, 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 in that way, they they have to find their own their own lane, just like everybody else does. If you want to exact some sort of change, that person might be, you know, it, for them, getting involved might be, I don't know, doing direct mail or helping out with stuffing envelopes or passing out yard signs or or something. Yeah. But other than that, it's a it's a everything with the two party system that we have set up. It seems almost predetermined. Trump was an anomaly. He comes around once in a lifetime. And the fact that he was able to swoop in there and get the nomination and become president just so flatly stunned both parties. Yeah. Because it was a whole he was a whole setup. He was thought to be a joke candidate when he came down in twenty fifteen on the golden escalator. And the everybody in the media and deep state Washington was like, we got to push Trump, push Trump. So they kept covering all of his rallies and, he, and all the momentum that he was, was garnering. And he became more and more. And it actually got out of, their, out of the media's control. Yeah. Instead of, you know, getting somebody in who thought was totally defeatable for Hillary. They just needed a patsy to go in there. And it totally blew up and backfired in their faces. So now they're of the mindset that, He's got to go to prison. Yeah. It can't be him because we, we got burned once. It is our job in the corporate media to help deep state Washington ordain who they want to be president. Yeah. Well, no, and going back to your other point, I think it's a fair point. There's really not a lot people can do. So stop yelling at people for not doing enough. <laughs> like, that's, that's, that's the point. Like, what, what, what did you do? Like, and if, and if someone has a good answer, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear it. And some of the things you suggested, you know, getting involved locally, obviously, we always push that, whether it's, you know, working at, you know, being a poll worker, whether it's actually running, whether it's supporting someone who's running, helping with their campaign. There's lots of things you can do that are, are smaller, maybe seem smaller, but but can make an impact. The the, the point, the, the bigger point, though, is, is stop chiding other people for not you're determining if people have done enough or not. And it just it's not a good look and it doesn't help the party. Uh, it doesn't help the movement, doesn't help the future of the country at all. And if, if you're going to say if, if you're going to say something, say it differently. Say, hey, let's let's get together. Let's get like minded people here together and discuss because it feels good. It makes it feel like we've got more of us out there, which there are. There's a ton of us out there. Describe it that way. It's all in the phrasing, right? It's all in the phrasing. Um, OK, let's uh, let's take. Take a break. Good conversation going on in the chats. You guys keep that going. Hit that like button, by the way, if you have not. Gonna take a break. When we come back, Tulsi Gabbard. We haven't seen Tulsi in a while. She weighed in on Biden's regime, how they've weaponized things, how ridiculous and out of hand things have gotten. We're gonna show you, and, and by the way, you're welcome. Most attractive Democrat out there. Well, I mean, AOC, she's there's a battle. There's a, did she <laughs> and did she denounce her? Yeah, yeah she's a defendant now. Yeah, yeah. But she's a longtime Democrat who was a Democrat up until they totally weaponized the party and, and made it the party of communism. 
all that to say, we're going to show you her, her, her comments on the other side of the break here. Stay with us. Attention Americans, breaking news. Biden's dangerous plan for a digital dollar is underway. Don't be fooled. It won't benefit you. Take action now. The Federal Reserve phase deployment of FedNow began on July 1st, 2023. Be prepared. This may catch many off guard. Your hard-earned assets are in jeopardy. But there's a simple legal tax loophole to opt out of the digital dollar. Reach out to American Alternative Assets for a free wealth protection guide and discover how to safeguard your wealth with gold and silver IRAs against a failing dollar and volatile markets. Visit protectfrombiden.com. This invaluable guide provides precise steps to transfer your IRA or 401k into precious metals without any tax consequences. Be smart. Don't let Biden force you into using the government's new digital dollar. Visit protectfrombiden.com to get your free guide and get started. Again, that's protectfrombiden.com. Moms and dads of America, you love your kids, you love God, you love this country, and you're tired of watching companies betray your values and ruin great products. Don't get angry. Invest your time, energy, and money into the people that are building the country you want for your kids and standing for the values that will lead to their blessing and protection. Invest in companies like Brave Books, they are on a mission to create content for kids that is safe for them to enjoy. They have kids' books that teach about character, hard work, and the value of being brave. If you join their Book of the Month Club, you get a new book sent to your door every month that will teach your kids pro-God, pro-American values. Brave books will not betray your trust. Your children and your grandchildren will thank you. Remember... The land of the free depends on the homes of the brave. This one's on me, bud. some more stuff to cover we're going to talk about our favor favor our favor <laughs> we're going to talk about our favor we're going to talk about our favorite former democrat presidential candidate who eviscerated by the way kamala harris during the first debate you remember that that was gold <laughs> yeah that's what got her ostracized from the democrat party when she took on kamala and just totally wrecked her wrecked her in her white pantsuit yeah that, that wrecked Kamala's chances. I think she, like a week later, she had pulled out of the race. Yeah. No, she, she, I mean, she got freaking annihilated. Tulsi was gaining massive steam, called out Hillary, and then they said, no more. You are no, no longer welcome in this race. And the fix was in. She, think of where our country would be, by the way, uh, not 
not from that election because we wanted Trump to win that and he did. But like, think of think if she had been the nominee in 2020 as a Democrat, how different things would be now because she doesn't hate America. She's not. Uh, anyways, different. Let's get to what we're talking about here, though, because Tulsi Gabbard shared her thoughts on the weaponization of Biden's regime, um, the DOJ, particularly under the Biden administration. Here's what the Hawaiian hottie had to say. Jordan, this is yet another example of how far President Joe Biden's politicized Department of Justice is willing to go to try to destroy his main political opponent as a presidential election is going on. Uh, th this foundational purpose of what the Biden administration is doing is, is really the thing that should be most concerning to every, everyone. As we can see, all of these indictments, count after count after count, being thrown at former President Donald Trump uh, is clearly an effort to, to divert his focus away from the campaign and towards fighting on multiple fronts in these lawsuits and to completely drain his, him and his campaign of, of resources so that they can't focus on, on actually campaigning and trying to win this election. The, the founders envisioned that our country would be a country of laws, not of men. And what we're seeing here, uh, most concerning as it relates to the First Amendment, but, but you take all of these different attacks and indictments uh, in whole, what we're seeing is a politicized Department of Justice that has disqualified itself from being able to fulfill the awesome responsibility that they're entrusted with because they are using it, first of all, to go after their political opponents, namely Donald Trump and his supporters, and also using the Department of Justice to protect the Democrat elite, namely President Joe Biden and, by extension, uh, Hunter Biden. So we're seeing how this politicized Department of Justice is being used to achieve both of those purposes, both of which harm the American people's interests, the interests of our country and our democracy. I love it. I love you, Tulsi. <laughs> and this is just where we just have Drew <laughs> stare at the camera. <laughs> no, she's right, though, right? I mean, Biden ha Biden's handlers, as well as the Obamas, know the only way to retain power is to keep Biden in, even if that means jailing Trump, something they're more than willing to do. That's where we are. That is the state of our country and our country's politics right now. There is no, no compromise whatsoever with the communists. They're, the Democrat Party is the enemy of free—they're enemies of freedom, champions of the uber-rich. That's all they are. They're a death cult intent on dismantling the country, the country that we love, the country that was always great, the greatest experiment in, in the history of mankind. And they're like, nope, we hate it. We need to reimagine it. We need to reinvent it. Let's burn this bitch to the ground. <laughs> That's where they're at. And yeah, I mean, you've got Barack's husband, Michelle, who said America has to dismantle its history, erase its old norms, and institute new ones. That's that's what they're about. And they are, don't make no mistake about it. The Obamas are still intricately involved in running things in terms of policy and vision and and the path that we're on here in this country. Right? I mean, yeah, totally. They, <laughs> the, <laughs> we're in Obama's third term, is the way I see it with Biden. There, there's a reason why, you know, when Obama left, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, we're moving houses, and uh, I'm going to get a place here in Washington, D.C., and uh, he stayed there. He hasn't left D.C., 
And there's been a lot of reports coming out of D.C. of independent journalists who have cruised around Obama's house. And the amount of black cars that are there that typically have, like, a security detail attached to them on a daily basis is pretty astonishing from, <laughs> from what these folks have been saying. And we're—and real journalists aren't reporting on the fact of how much time that he—that Obama is actually spending in Washington, D.C. We hear little clips about, oh, he's in Martha's Vineyard or he's in Hawaii or whatever, but we're never, ever—him, when Obama's in D.C., the, the shroud of secrecy around him is impenetrable. Because he is he is the one running the country. If you yeah. think Joe Biden is running the country, you're sadly mistaken. Karine Jean-Pierre has even had the Freudian slip a few times of saying President, talk, Obama. President yeah. Obama. Yeah, it, it's obvious to, as, as to what's going on. In order for them to have this fundamental trans, transformation of the United States, Trump is in the way. And, and just as Trump is in the way, so are people like us who are in the way. Who don't want to have this fundamental transformation where we have a giant divide between the haves and have-nots and we've totally eliminated the middle class that's what they want to do that's what their main goal is and now with the introduction of artificial intelligence into the equation the job market's going to keep shrinking further and further and further and universal basic income will probably be a likelihood in the next five to ten years so it's trying to figure out how you're going to control all of these people who don't have jobs but are given checks by the government. How are you going to keep them in line? Are you going to continue to vaccinate them? Are you going to continue to medicate them with liquor, marijuana, or are we going to come up with something else? And how are you going to prevent them from having more kids? And how are, are we going to inspire them? to take their own lives because we need to start thinning the herd. That's all what the left, especially in the higher echelon of the left, that's their main focus. They want to make sure that they keep chipping away at the amount of people that are they are walking the planet right now. That's a rosy outlook. <laughs> Be safe. Be smart. <laughs> but it's true, right? I mean, it's true. And and look, even 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 if you're of the mindset of like, no, he's this isn't Obama's third term, and that doesn't make sense to you. Well, it should. It, I think it definitely should. You should at minimum be able to get to the point where Joe's not really running things. You should at least. Well, can we find some common ground there? Again, I agree with everything you just said, and we say that all the time on the show. But if if you're on the fence of that idea. Let's let's meet at Joe's not really running anything. Again, Joe's <laughs> never there. Joe can't even speak normal English or walk. And when he does and he says things, his administration, who in theory are underneath him down here, walk back his statements and say, no, he didn't mean that. That's not the policy of America. But he's, yeah, you should get there. He went under anesthesia to get a, a root canal a few months ago, and they didn't and they didn't have Kamala step in or anything. He was under. And they're like, no, we don't need to do it for this. He'll be fine. He'll be f I, I don't remember that. That's yeah. That's because he's not the president. It, sli it, it literally <laughs> slipped under the radar. It was like wasn't really out there. It was brought up in the press, and she's like, no, it's okay. It's just forty five minutes. Well, a lot can happen in forty five minutes when you're Joe Biden's age. It, it definitely can. Well, I mean, again, they are, these people are so damn committed 
to destroying everything. And if you can't see that the policies are communist, then I fear that it's just going to be too late for you. It's going to be too late for you because you're helping unknowingly usher it into our country. And, and, and sadly, a lot of you are, are anti-communism, if you know what it actually is. But you are, and you think it won't happen here or it couldn't happen here. It's happening. It's happening right now. And your inaction or unwillingness to, to pay attention to the very obvious facts is, is helping usher it in. Thanks a lot, you douchebags. Um, <clears throat> okay, speaking of douchebags, remember that guy? What was his name? He killed himself with fentanyl. Someone helped a little bit, but um, George Floyd. That's right. Uh, he's dead. Um, St. Floyd. St. Floyd. And for some reason, people think that it's worth celebrating his life. I, I, even George knew his life was was not great. Um, but he's dead, and there's murals of him, and people still talk about him. I think he was scum. Again, I'm not advocating for what happened to him that day, but I also remember watching the slowed down, <laughs> slowed down video of him shoving a handful of fentanyl into his mouth probably not going to end well for you i'm just saying i've never done that right nor should you nor should you nor should anyone also don't sexually assault and rape people do a lot of the things he's done but all that to say we're going to talk about him we're going to bring him back up because there's a nascar driver remember when nascar was all about america this is pre-bubba wallace days are bubba wallace and jesse smollett still dating i believe so. I think <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah they've got a condo down in uh I think Puerto Vallarta. Mm. Boy, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but we're going to talk about the NASCAR because NASCAR keep this. This decision is questionable to me. There's they've made more and more. They're still they're still pretty well in with the the America South and 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 you know this this part of the country who loves them some NASCAR. But decisions like this are interesting because they suspended a driver who liked. He simply liked. Man, if I got in trouble for the stuff that I liked, I, <laughs> gosh, I'd be in so much trouble. But he just liked a post about George Floyd. We're going to talk about it because the dude's been suspended indefinitely from NASCAR. That's coming up after this break. This is our last break. Then we'll get into that. We'll get into the post-show press conference and toss you over to RVM Roundup. Stay with us. Get more of Drew, and this is my show with Coin Club, exclusively on the RVM Network. Coin Club members get a This Is My Show Challenge coin, an exclusive Friday morning show for Coin Club members only, automatic entry into show-related sweepstakes, and other in-studio bonuses. Plus, members get access to all other premium content on the RVM Network, and no ads on written content on redvoicemedia.com. So join the club and carry your coin with pride. Go to dbcoinclub.com. Military and first responders get 30% off their memberships. Again, that's dbcoinclub.com. Current Drew Crew members need not apply. Military and first responder discounts are available on monthly or annual memberships. All members, regardless of subscription type, are automatically entered into sweepstakes. However, challenge coins are only issued to annual members. Learn more at dbcoinclub.com.
how in the world could such a small group of people with limited resources change world history? But in fact, that's happening. And it's the power of the truth. The truth is like kryptonite. Healthcare isn't in some sense working very well. Foster Colson is thinking about this. He's got a new company, an online healthcare platform called The Wellness Company. Telehealth company called The Wellness Company. The Wellness Company. TWC.health is the wellness company. The most popular product is the detoxification supplement that features natokinase. Natokinase is the only enzyme that we're aware of right now that dissolves the spike protein. Spike protein is loaded in the body with the COVID-19 infection and definitely with the vaccines. We've been completely accurate on the spread of the virus, early treatment, on the deficiencies in hospital care, and now the deaths that are occurring after vaccination. This is a human outrage and is occurring at the end of a hypodermic needle. Isn't it interesting? Natural substances combating this man-made disaster. All right, in the era of Bubba Wallace victimhood, NASCAR has become an overly sensitive bastion of weak-willed beta males and human resource schools. If NASCAR doesn't tread lightly, they're going to be on the verge of being Bud Lighted. They've got to be careful here. But keep in mind, Bud Light used to be drank at NASCAR events. Bud Light used to be drank by a lot of people that don't drink Bud Light now. And I bring all this up because NASCAR has suspended dri driver Noah Gregson indefinitely after he appeared to have liked, again, not created, not shared, not reposted, liked an insensitive meme with a photo of George Floyd on social media. We'll show it to you in a, in a little bit here. But Gregson was in his first full season as a driver in the Cup Series when Josh Berry replaced him in the number 42 car on Saturday. Legacy Motor Club announced Greg, uh, Gregson's suspension, saying his actions, quote, do not represent the values of our team. NASCAR said Gregson violated the stock car racing member of conduct section of its rules, which says in part that members should not publicly disparage people based on their backgrounds. NASCAR said the suspension should be indefinite. Drivers sidelined with indefinite suspension in the past have had opportunities to rejoin NASCAR at a later point. Gregson, in a statement on X, did not directly address the alleged meme, but acknowledged his actions. He doesn't make that exact connection, but in a statement on X Saturday, it appears to support the narrative that his suspension is the result of his approval for the George Floyd meme. Here's what he said. I'm disappointed in myself for my lack of attention and actions on social media. I understand the severity of this situation. I love and appreciate everyone. I try to treat everyone equally, no matter who they are. I messed up plain and simple. So here's, let's show the post that, that he liked. That he liked. Yeah. Let's show the post that he liked. Oh, hold on. It's cropped. One second. There we go. And keep, keep in mind again, 
Boop. Oh. Auto. <laughs> all he all he did was like a post. There's a post here under the knee, under the knee, and you've got a picture of George Floyd on a crab, of course, to the riff of Under the Sea, the song from Little Mermaid. Well, it's from the li- it's an image from the live action Little Mermaid that they've done, that right. they put over. And then you can see it there at the bottom. All it says liked by. That's all it is. Yeah. No big deal, right? You can like or think something's funny. You can you can you can do whatever the hell you want. If he had created that, that that's one thing. I was like, guys, check this out. And I still think it'd be funny. Um, but like, if he'd created, we can laugh at people who are bad people, you know, not being with us anymore, whatever. But once again, what we're seeing here is uh, uh, the the mob forcing a knee bend. And and sadly, what 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 I, I don't know that he gets yet is that his apology, it won't be enough for the woke Puritans. It just won't. You're not going to see him for a while. And what's happening here, the the net result is NASCAR is preventing someone from exercising their right to free speech while terrorizing other drivers into compliance. We're seeing this kind of censorship in every other sports league, except for the NHL, who bailed on making their players wear gay pride clothing. Not saying they're perfect, but they're they they seem to be doing things a little bit better and understanding who goes to those games. But leagues surveilling their athletes is just straight up out of control. It's ludicrous. It's it's beyond the pale. People are weighing in, by the way. Lots of people weighed in and said basically what we're saying. Never apologize to the mob. Stop apologizing for having an opinion. Be a man. Again. Never apologize. But, guys, you, you can't. You just can't. And I get it. He's like, well, this is my livelihood. I'm in my first season. I'd like to, to make some money, win some championships, have a career. I get it. I well, get it. he's being told to issue an apology. Right. Yeah, I'm sure uh, he strikes me as the type of person that does not give one shit about anything and will speak his mind. Right. And he's at the point now where he's being told, you're going to be suspended. You need to do this. You need to send out an apology. You need to, because if you don't, you're going to lose your ride. You're going to lose sponsorship and you will never race again. So he's being forced down this road. Right. And he, he's an upper up and up and comer. And he's just getting into the sport. His career is just starting. And it's on the verge of ending right? because of this. Yeah. And so he's in a spot where it's like when you're told to do something and you're new at your job, chances are pretty good that you're going to do what you're told. Yeah. No, absolutely. He's in a tough spot. Yeah. He's in a tough spot. And it does. I mean, I, but I'm, look, I'm looking at I'm just looking through through Twitter now to see all of this stuff, you know, some of the commentary that's out there. And people are saying he made a big mistake. You know, there's people saying don't bend the knee, which he shouldn't. But the, the other side made a big mistake. L- liking a meme, which are all made to be over the top and elicit responses. Well, and even with on a platform like Instagram, where even if you just swipe and you don't actually swipe and you just actually double, actually double, accidentally double tap it, you could like it without even knowing it. You know what I mean? So let's just say he let's give him the benefit of the doubt that he just quickly accidentally double tapped it and hit the like, didn't realize it. Or he might be liking it by 
his re- reason for liking it is the fact that it it is so out there yeah. and so like over the top that he was like whoever created this is just they're they're gone man they're they're like on a different level and i got to respect the 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 lunacy that was involved in making this yeah there's all sorts of different reasons for it. and like david is saying it could be a mistake who knows it just seems very frivolous and it and it's just it magnifies the the environment that we live in now where everything is is scrutinized so closely that everybody self censors now and yeah. that's the goal nobody 100%. W- wants to lose their their job and part of what communists want to do is make sure that whoever is subservient to the bosses thinks twice before they say something yeah and they do that through through terrorizing by losing your family losing your job losing your freedom and this this is right out of the playbook it is it is. And, and, and I agree with you earlier from what I've seen of him. And I'm looking at a picture of him right now rocking a mullet and some amazing, like, 80s shades. <laughs> yeah. it, he's on our team. I mean, first of all, he grew up, you know, wanting to be an NASCAR driver in there. He's he's on pro-America, pro-freedom, you know, Team Ricky Bobby here. He's, he's on our team. But he is. He's in a tough spot. That self-censorship stuff is scary. The you know, people being censored by places is is scary in its own right. But but getting people to have that mindset of tell on your family members if they're if they're not uh, uh, adhering to COVID rules. Make sure that you're doing this. Make sure you think maybe think once before you say something, but don't think twice. I mean, like this 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 new censorship model is just ridiculous. It, it, there's a lot of heartache being a business owner and running things and, and going independent and leaving the old platforms way back when, but man, I tell you what, it's nice to have the freedom to get to do stuff and not be under the thumb of, of other organizations, other people who have caved to all this nonsense, gone down the path of this wokeness because it's, it's, it's hard and it's impossible. If you're, if you're a freaking if you're Noah Gregson in this case, who wants to be a, a star NASCAR driver, what what are your choices? Where are you going to go? You're not going back to some dirt track in the middle of Florida. You you want you want to win and you want to win big, so you got to play the game. So the, the the was it the Blue Jays player earlier this year, the pitcher, yeah, Bass or whatever his name was. He got released. He got released. He was forced to apologize. You could tell it was a forced apology. I mean, it was like a freaking hostage video, and then and then eventually released. This this is not America. This is not this is not a what a free country looks like. And if you think, oh no no, but you got to pay attention to everything. You got no, you're on the wrong team. Then you're on the wrong side. If you think everything has to be checked, and things that might make you uncomfortable, maybe you don't like this meme. Maybe you think this meme is insensitive okay you have the choice to not click the heart button below it and if someone does guess what they have they have the choice to do that too and it shouldn't mean being suspended or not suspended from a league this is so different than someone saying i think all x people whatever some race some group should die that's awful that's a that's atrocious no one really thinks that way you, po- you create that and you post that, 
Okay, let's have a different, let's have a discussion now. Let's sit down and talk about some things. We should probably get you some therapy uh, and, and, and a lot of other things. That's not what's happening. That's not what's happening at all. This is, this is absolutely insane that you've got this. And I, look, I pick fun of people all the time. I make fun, I've made fun of George Floyd today and, and, and mocked what happened. Not okay what happened with Chauvin. There's bad apples. I think that there's way more to the story. I don't think it was all Chauvin's fault either. I don't think Chauvin helped it. But <clears throat> you can pick on people, have fun, have different opinions. It's okay. It's still America. Say what you want. You're just going to offend some people. Great. That's good. People need to be offended these days. This walking around on eggshell stuff is so ridiculous. Stop being gay. Say what you think. It's taken, to me, it's taken all the fun out of sports. Uh, you know, being a kid from the 70s and 80s and watching sports back then, the, the athletes at that time were all characters. And I go back to NASCAR, and NASCAR had a driver named Dick Trickle who wore an uh, open face mask. And during yellows, he was still in his car. He's sitting on you know, a, a tank a few, on a bomb smoking cigarettes during yeah. the yellows. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of, of character in sports is gone. Yeah. And it, everything has been sanitized. And it's been sanitized. And I, I blame, well, first of all, I blame the leagues themselves of becoming you know, buying into being woke scolds. And second of all, I blame sports reporters. Sports reporters, 99% of, or 98% of all sports reporters are the, the, the nannyish scolds that you will ever meet. And they, their whole existence is trying either to, to puff up one of their heroes so they can get an interview and access to them or trying to tear down somebody who they deem to be on, on the fringe. And then you, you, you pepper in these social justice activists that have gotten into journalism and also into sports journalism, and they've ruined it. Yeah. They've ruined sports. They've, they've ruined the individuality of the sport. You know, back in the 90s in football, think of all the different characters that we had that were that were playing football at the time with your Michael Irvins, your Emmett Smiths, your Troy, all very distinct characters primed with their with their own style. Yeah. And, and it, it made you either love them or hate them. Right. And that was the whole purpose of like throwing in behind a team. But everything is so sanitized and so corporate right now, it, it makes me want to vomit, and especially NASCAR. NASCAR is a sport that it was born from bootleggers running away from the police. Right. <laughs> and now you're to the point where you had this fiasco with Bubba Wallace and all the FBI agents that came down to, to check out a pull handle on his garage, and then that led into everyone wearing masks and taking a knee, it's just like it has gone totally sideways. It has. No, that's it. When when NASCAR, and we knew this, and we talked about it when the Bubba Walls thing happened. When NASCAR goes, so too goes the country. <laughs> when you when you can't keep that, you know, it's <clears throat> you're gonna have MLB and the NFL placate and feel like they do what they need to do to to keep audience and sponsors happy because they're capitalists, they're they're businessmen, they want to do things. I don't think all of them are as woke as people think. I think they're like, we have to do this, which is not a good excuse, by the way. But I think a lot of those things play into that. 
the NHL's done a good job. We knew the NBA was never going to do the right thing. They just, <laughs> they just weren't. But when you lose NASCAR, that's that's man, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. And I'm not saying it's lost yet, but this and the Bubba Wallace thing are 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 really questionable. Those are some big chinks in the armor. Big chinks in the armor, and. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. And then also NASCAR talking about going all electric by 2035. <laughs> I was watching a video this morning of Texas Motor Speedway during one of the races there in the early 2000s. It's a great track. And a Chinook came landing on the track at the start-finish line. The, the crew guys in the back got out, put down the ramp, and the pace car drove out of it, and the Chinook took off again. To me, that's NASCAR. Right. It's not what's going on right now with with suspending somebody for liking a tweet and going to electric cars <laughs> yeah well so I, I did some research okay the owners of legacy motor group is jimmy johnson uh, richard petty and then maurice gallagher who also owns an uh, like is a higher up in allegiant airways and if you go back into what they who, who who's backs them is vanguard and blackrock Mm. So with what we talked about a few weeks ago or last week with how BlackRock's like, oh, we have to hire these certain amount of people. got to hit these check marks. Makes sense as to why they're having him be, you know, suspended. Because they're like, whoa, we can't. We got to appease these guys. They got their fingers in everything. Yeah. Freaking everything. Okay. Well, with that, we'll end. We'll head to the pro show press conference here in a second. Reminder, though, guys, please sign up for Coin Club. It's dbcoinclub.com. You sign up, you get an extra show on Friday mornings, no commercials, uninterrupted, just fun, good time kind of hitting some news stories, recapping some others, good community engagement there. So check that out. It's dbcoinclub.com. Annual members get a challenge coin sent to them. You get entered into contests. You get <clears throat> um, uh, not coin, booze and banter, excuse me, when it returns. Lots of reasons to do it. Sign up, dbcoinclub.com. First responders and veterans get 30% off of their membership, regardless of which membership they go with. We've got a lot of stuff to cover this week. I'm sure it's going to bring us plenty more to discuss. For now, we're going to head to the post-show press conference. We hope that you'll join us there. We hope that you'll stick around after the post-show press conference for RVM Roundup with Chad Caden. If for some reason you can't, we hope to see you tomorrow. Be safe, be smart, be free. And now, get ready for the This Is My Show post-show press conference. Sponsored by Colon Sport. The new frontier in electrolyte replacement and removal. Colon Sport. Electrolyte replacement. In one end and out the other. It's new Colon Sport. All right, here we go. This chair is always low on me. Let's get it back up. And let's get to it. Uh, good to be back with you guys. Hope everyone had a good week. Pretty full show as usual. You know, cramming a lot into a, a three-hour uh, window. Appreciate everyone sticking around the whole time, chatting, engaging the whole time. Man, we've got just the best audience, best community that's out there. So grateful for it. Uh, not grateful for where we are as a country right now. Uh, covered a lot of ground today with Trump stuff, DeSantis stuff. The, the the story we just finished on there, the insanity with this 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 driver of Noah Gregson who's being suspended indefinitely for liking a, a tweet, if you can imagine that. 
crazy stuff, um, but we can talk about it. We did talk about it for three hours, so let's see what you guys have to say. Let's take some questions. See, si, senor, it's Diego again. Hey, Diego. I, I remember how I was asking about Justin Trudeau's wife, if she was available and whatnot now that he, he's gay. Do you remember that? Yes. No? Vaguely. Yeah. Vaguely. Well, uh, Tulsi Gabbard, she talks about not trusting the commies, and I like that. Now, do you think she may be available? I, I don't think so. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't actually recall off the top of my head, uh, Diego. I, I, I feel like she's married. That's what my gut tells me. But I also, I just want to shoot you straight. Um, so you're saying there's a chance, or no? I, I think, oh, I no think probably okay. not. Probably not. Um, but um, you know, hey, that it's still the land of opportunity for a little bit longer. There's still dreams. So you, you can, you can dream of anything. If Tulsi's, if Tulsi's your dream, go for it. Go for it. Okay, next question. Afternoon, Gruel, Myers Graham Bowie, Gold Coast Gazette. <laughs> did you have a good weekend, Drew? I sure did. It was a great weekend. Saw the King George Strait in concert, Myers. Oh, really? George Strait, he's a fine young man. I, he, he I remember seeing him a long time ago. I, he's still touring. That's great. I, I, I love to see that. Uh, my question is in uh, regards to uh, Donald Trump and uh, running for president because I, you know, have you ever heard of a, a man, it was an Indian man by the name of Mahatma Gandhi. Does that name ring a bell? It does, yeah. All right, well, I remember when Mahatma or Mr. Gandhi I, I took over India when they had that uh, salt march. And during that salt march, and I was there covering it as a new cub reporter, and uh, I ended up getting a Charlie horse. Those are the worst. You there, Myers? Yes, I, I just had a little bit of a tickle of something. <laughs> <laughs> that happens. Well, getting back to Donald Trump. So my question is, the similarities between Donald Trump and Mahatma Gandhi, it seems like the more that the British came down on Mahatma, the, the more popular he got, which made him able to lead the people of India. So my question to you, Drew, is do you see any similarities between Donald Trump and Gandhi? Yeah. You know, I'd never um, thought of it that way. Uh, I don't I don't. I don't dig into uh, studying Gandhi much and, and, and making comparisons to current stuff, but I think that there's there's a, a place for that for sure. And I think that what you're saying and the way you're describing it there makes sense because that is what's happening here. Regardless of whether it's similar or not similar, what's happening here in, in America today, fast forward now to present time, is is you've got people putting pressure, trying to do anything and everything they can, excuse me, to not have Trump get, get put back in office. And that's... Um, that that's not going well for them. It's not. You know, in the end, will they succeed in their goals? None of us really know. We know how committed they are to it, but in the process, all they're doing is making him more popular, his movement stronger, 
So you can like the guy, not like the guy, but what they're doing with these indictments is just increasing his popularity, and I, I think that's got to be pissing them off. Let's take uh, let's take one last one. Hello, Drew. Uh, Nancy. Uh, uh, golden. Uh, yeah. Uh. Uh. Harad. Uh, uh. Yes. Uh. Okay. Um. The. Uh. Niger. Uh. uh. Okay. 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 Sonoma, Nancy Sonoma. Uh, question: uh, The the liver Livermore. Uh, so jelly, <laughs> marmalade, marmalade, uh, marmalade. on every major podcast provider or on drewberquist.com.